Houston, Annapolis Center, do you have any test operations restricted area 2508? Aries 31, Roger. Traffic is quite luminous and is exhibiting some non-ballistic motion, over. Roger, Aries 31, continue to sign at your discretion, over. Okay, Center. The traffic is approaching head-on, ultra-bright, and really moving. They're right by us, right now. There are a thousand UFO sightings reported around the world every month. 90% of these sightings can be explained, but 10% cannot. Officially and unofficially, the U.S. military has been investigating UFOs since 1947. Their top secret goal is to find out what's behind these unexplained sightings. The Pentagon classifies them as unusual airborne anomalies, but a better term is X-Files. Join us now as Mac, Wanwan, and Commander Cobra explore these unsolved cases, UFO incidents that baffle even the U.S. military. This is Mac Maloney's Military X-Files. And now, here's Mac Maloney. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Mac Maloney's Military X-Files show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Well, what a show we have for you tonight. But let me introduce the members of the posse first, okay? Uh, girls, get ready. I know this by heart. I'm reading it off a cue card, but I know it by heart. Girls, get ready. Get your misters. Get your fans. Sit yourself down. Get the big box cleanings and the extra big box of wipes because the very famous Wamon is here. Hello, Mac. Yes, girls, those will come in handy, those extra. Really? really yeah? Extra you're, wipes. Are you seeing into the future? <laughs> How are you doing, Mac? Glad to be here. Glad yep. the ladies are out there listening. We've gotten some good fan mail from some yep. of the females. So. Some of it we can't read on the air, yeah. some of it we can. We so, really respect our female audience, that's for sure. Okay. And everything that we do. That sounds like a legal statement. Were we supposed to say that? <laughs> just check it. Just okay. making sure. Just making know. sure. Cover yeah. our ass. Good. Good for you, JJ. Okay. Uh, up there in the bull, in, uh, whoops, uh, the Great White North, and he has a stunning background to his Zoom tonight. Uh, they know him as Coco on the streets, but we know him as Commander Cobra. Coco, how you doing? As always, Mac, it's a privilege to join the formation yes. and get on the wing Chicken and be wing. part of the great Mac Maloney military X-Files. Is that you in that house? Tonight is the pitiful, it's the pivotal scene in Bad Boys 2, wow. the great formation shot yes. from oh, the movie. Boy. Coco was in that movie. He was flying the helicopters in that movie. You Bad still, Boys 2. Do you still get residuals for that or what? Don't don't embarrass me. No residuals. I was a... Uh, Happily under the employment of the government of oh, the right. Sugars Diffused okay. uh, Group, United States Coast Guard. Huh. Yep. And we did not receive any benefit except the joy of bringing the entertainment to the citizens of yeah. the great country. Well, didn't you get in an argument with the director, Michael Bay? Didn't you tell him how I to- did not get in an argument with Michael Bay. You have insinuated that every time we had the story. Michael <laughs> Bay and I had a great discussion. And we want you to make the story more interesting. Very, very accommodating <laughs> to change the scenes for accuracy, something that I try to strive. I just don't. For, I just, I just have a hard time believing. Hold on. Yeah, I don't have what, my <clears throat> I knew someone was right. I didn't have my shades yeah. on. Hang what on. a great combo. <clears throat> Bay and Bruckheimer. Every time that the movie came out with those two guys, I watched it. I don't care if it was a love story. Really? Mr. Bruckheimer is a very, very cordial man. Very cordial man. I just think it's interesting that they would take uh, notes from the stunt pilot. <laughs> Why not? You never know where your good ideas are going to come from. Listen, do you see what happened in I North? I love that uh, story. Okay, listen, let me introduce everyone. It's a great story. Uh, we're going to go up to the Bowl of Flakes, okay? He, uh, he also has a stunning background, Zoom background. Switchblade Steve Ward. Switchy, how you doing? I am beyond wonderful, Matt. Hmm. He looks very pensive tonight, doesn't he? He's Pen- got the he's, 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 he's like the thinker. You know? Yeah, he's pensive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's rubbing he's his so chin a lot. He's rubbing his chin, down. yeah. Now, what side is the pot on? It looks like the pot is on his left side tonight. Okay, It, it so always has been. I don't know what this, no, it's on no. the right side. Yet. Uh, also, I let's, can switch it. 
Switch it. That's, That's why they call him Switchy. Right. Um, now, let me get to the beauty among the beasts, please. Our favorite witch, somewhere up in the northeast part of the country. Raven, how are you doing tonight, Raven? Hello, my friends. I'm doing great. How are you? Well, you're doing excellent, Raven. You tell us. Good to see you. Earlier, Raven had her codependent dog on. Off oh, it was a cutie. I told I wasn't joking. Uh, it was very codependent. Yep. We'll have to put that in the Nothing movies. wrong with that. Even if he wants to sleep with you, because that's what's going to happen probably well, with, with, the oh, York, here, yeah. with the Yorkie. He's, he's going to be nine, so he's a Gemini. His birthday's coming up, and he sleeps with us every night. Whoa. Good, good. So, 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 do, so animals have uh, astrological signs, too? Of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> So what the dog? So the so he's a Gemini. So he has split personalities. The dog, the beagle. I mean, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. All right. My black lab is a Taurus, just like Cher, and and she's a strong, independent woman. So. Cher. Yeah. Totally you know, makes you sense. know that Cher thought Mount Rushmore was a natural formation. No, she did. Yeah, she did too. Cut it out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's continue introducing people. Up there in the upper right-hand corner, very famous author, Mark Zapula. Mark, how you doing, MZ? Fantastic, Mac. How are you? Okay. You were eating a bowl of something earlier. What's in the bowl? What's in the bowl? Oh, yeah, I, I, I made popcorn for this show. Popcorn. Okay. We'll believe. Oh, it does have popcorn. Now I want popcorn. Cool. Mark, yeah, we're talking, we're talking movies too. So. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Let's go. But thanks for having me on again. It's, it's a pleasure you know, to see everyone. It's always fun. Uh, we're going to go down to the bottom. I'm, yeah. saving the, I'm saving the best for last. We're going down now, to the bottom. It may bottom. not be the bottom on their screen. Oh, that's okay. Like, you know. All right. Okay. The guy with the refrigerator in his background, Phil Yebba. <laughs> Phil, how you doing? Phil Yebba. I really am at the bottom then, I guess. No, 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 no. Well, that's that's Thank you for having me back. Okay. Well, no, I got to tell you, you have the best screen. You know, everyone talks about their screens. Your screen is the best. That has got to be the most creative Why? What do you have visual imagery that I have yeah. seen. I mean, the, the pictures on the refrigerator look real. It looks like you actually have a refrigerator oh, there wow, in yeah. your studio. That's amazing. He's an artist. I just reached to, to go into it, and nothing's there. It's horrifying. <laughs> okay. This guy's going to fall asleep. It's almost like a dead zone thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Jocko, they're eating into your time. Our good friend, the cop of the show, Jocko Johnson. Let's give him some. Let's give him, and we'll sweeten this up. Absolute this guy. Hi, fellas. Put the moderate on. Jocko, how you doing? Fine, man. It's a pleasure to be here. It's an honor. Right. Thank you. So listen, how many hippies did you beat up when you were on the uh, NYPD? <laughs> oh, about, uh, you know, we ran out around it. <laughs> we ran out. Okay, they ran out. A lot of repeat offenders. <laughs> okay. We could tell who had the uh, previous contact. Oh, really? You know, yeah, you could tell about it. Yeah, I understand. Right, right away. We okay. could tell how they had. Well, you, you cleaned that city up, Jocko. You did. <clears throat> we did when we were there. And then look what happened. Then look what happened. I had to retire. What could I tell you? Okay. Right. Um, Thanks for joining us. And uh, so tonight, what we're going to do, I have no idea. We're going to be talking to um, Victor Wap is coming on later on in the show. Victor Wap. And he plays Captain Kirk on the YouTube series of Star Trek. And what's cool about this show is that they got all the original costumes, the original sets, the original music. Everything looks exactly like Star Trek. Looked, you know, did they have to pay for all that stuff? I, mean, what, I don't know how what? Vic did it. Yeah, I think they yeah, did, might have had to pay. He, he didn't mention it the last time he was on. But they also have stars from the old show come on and that's you know, a, that's do their. Cool. Yeah, so uh, if, you, if you're into Star Trek, go to Star Trek on YouTube series. And what they do is they pick up from where the TV show left off to where the movies began. They fill in that gap. 
it's strange. I got to tell you, the first episode you watch it and you go, "This is like too weird" because it looks like it, but it's not them. Same sets and everything. Same set, costumes and, and, and everything. The music, yeah. the dialogue, um, but it's good. If you like Star Trek, I'd recommend. It. And what's good about it is that it's uh, original stuff. It's not like a, a comedy version or no, no, a, no, a, no, yeah. no. So now Vic doesn't have to uh, plug a show. We've done it for him. So. <laughs> We're going to do the top 10, in, in honor of Jocko, we're going to do the top 10 worst science fiction cop movies ever made, okay? The worst science fiction cop movies ever made. I didn't know there were that many that were made. Believe me, it took a while to get that involved. So uh, what did I do to uh, deserve this honor? Well, you know. It's National Police Week. It's National Police Week. You may have hit one too many of those uh, citizens in New York a few oh, years back. And this, is, uh, this is part of the payback. Uh, Karma, huh? Um, never, never, never touched anybody who they, didn't deserve it. There you go. Didn't deserve it, right. Exactly. Especially by law. <laughs> by law in the book. That's what the cops used to say when they were beating me. You deserve it, you little... Okay, so... <laughs> that was... <laughs> and here's another one for good measure. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> That's the one Juan got to be in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, a friend, a, a, another good friend of mine was a NYPD for 22 years, and he told me stories. And they, yeah, Jocko, I know that you probably knew, you know, you know what I mean. I'm talking about they didn't He's have been there and done that. Right? They didn't have. Just, don't know anything about it. There you go. That's, <laughs> that's what my friend says. They didn't have just What's like a, there? a. I never heard of it. They didn't have just like a portable TV in their squad car. They had like a real TV, a except a battery. Inch. Yes, they used <laughs> yeah, to sit and watch cops every night. Watch a twenty-one ball. inch, a twenty-one inch Zenith. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> anyway, hey, what else are you gonna do when you having a few? Could beers? be worse. It could have been a twenty-one inch months. Yeah, it was. He told me stories that I, 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 I wish I didn't know. Anyway, so this is Cop Week. So we're, in honor of Jocko, we wish you didn't know. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna do. <laughs> Jocko, fill us in on that. <laughs> We're gonna do a lot of things I just, you know, want to forget too, yeah. but not for funny reasons. Okay, you're right. Okay. All right. I get here. I'll I, tell you. I, I hear where you're coming from. All right, here we go. Um, top ten really bad sci-fi cop movies. Okay, top ten really bad sci-fi cop movies. Raven, you have the list. I have the list. I have it pulled up and ready to go. Oh yeah. Okay. Let's go. Number okay. ten. Number ten. We have Dead Heat. Treat Williams is an L.A. cop who's forgotten all the rules. He chases down some bank robbers only to discover that they are zombies. They bite him, but because he manages to remain somewhat stable in his undead state, he teams up with Joe Piscopo, Piscopo. to burst a zombie, bust to bust a zombie crime family led by Vincent Price of 20 bucks and a pineapple fame. <laughs> that sounds like a stinker. <laughs> That was an American classic, just so you know. Wow. Thank God I didn't see it. Yeah, that's a crazy one. <laughs> uh, number nine, please. Top 10 really bad sci-fi cop movies. And on with Jocko. Number nine is Men in Black. When it comes to the Hollywood stereotypical pairings, it doesn't get much worse than Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith in Men in Black. Yep. The LA <laughs> Times Review said, the only thing more painful than watching the main characters hunt down aliens on Earth is watching them bond as friends. Oh, that, that's one of the most. We're watching it in a second movie. I, I, I can't. <laughs> may, may I comment, bud? May I comment? Yes, yeah, sure. Yes, Jocko, please. Um, the, uh, the little guys that drank all the coffee and the... Uh, and the Jack Daniels and smoked all the time. Okay. And the Men in Black. Yes. Those yeah. little aliens. Yes. That, that was the most accurate part of the picture. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. 
They would joke as clowns, <laughs> little gangsters. I don't know. Drank Jack Daniels coffee and smoked all day. Right. Out. It's I don't smoke, but everything else fits. So okay, Raven, please. Next, really bad sci-fi cop movies in honor of Jack. Number eight, we have Bright. Will Smith plays a detective in an alternate version of Los Angeles who must team team up with an elf cop to find out who's killing all the fairies. You say an elf cop? Yes. Elf this cop. isn't fairies? real, is yes, it? it is. I thought this was a joke. No, this was an Academy Award winning picture. It, it won a kind of, <laughs> probably for technical stuff, but it's called Bright, and he's a cop in L.A., a, an alternate version of L.A., and there's elves and fairies oh, and good. stuff running around. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Okay. He must have got a golden globe. It's something. They pay no for more a golden, golden globe. They're all over. Wow. Okay. Uh, really bad sci-fi cop movies, please, right? <laughs> Number seven, we have Gemini Man. Will Smith plays a government agent who is forced to fight a clone of himself. The New York Times said, even stupider than it sounds. Yes. Okay. I saw the previews for this. Three movies listed. It was like he's fighting himself. It's like, I'm sure it was a triumph of special effects, but it was just dumb. You know, we haven't really mentioned Will Smith very often on Mac Miller's Military X-Files, and in one night we're going to do a complete year's worth yeah, of okay. uh, references to him. Next, yeah. next movie, please, Raven. Number six, we have Dead. Marbles is a hapless stoner who can see dead people. Tag is a recently deceased cop who's forgotten all the rules. Can an anal retentive ghost and a directionless stoner work together to save lives? Spoiler alert, the answer is no f- Way. Well, <laughs> oh, that was in the New York right Times up. as well. Okay. Wait a minute, Virgin is a cop that breaks all the rules. Yes, that seems to be a reoccurring theme. I, I've never heard of that. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't either. Raven, <laughs> Jocko, very Jocko good thing. girl. Marbles. Raven, you, you, you married to a cop? No. <laughs> <laughs> Jocko, quick question. Now that would quick be fun. Question, Jocko. Yes, yes, sir. When you slip the mortal coil, and, uh, and obviously no time soon. Would you like to come back and uh, do a little uh, paranormal beyond the grave law enforcement? Would you? Oh, yeah. Sure. Trip a guy, you know. Yeah, just remember who was nice to you on the show. You know what I mean, officer? Oh, I love you know? all you guys. Trip a guy. Trip a guy. Okay, next movie, please, I, I, Raven. Go ahead. Number five, we have RIPD, a recently slain cop who's forgotten all the rules, joins a team of undead cops in Charlestown, Massachusetts to find the man who murdered him. The Boston Globe said, once again, the residents of Charlestown are embarrassed on the big screen, but this time it has nothing to do with Robin <laughs> Robin Williams, Ben Affleck, or an armored car robbery. Okay, all right, maybe the locals Sorry. will get that joke. Yeah, that Ryan oh, Will Smith, he seems to be all the other okay. ones. Right. Oh, he's got to hit the cycle. Yeah. Uh, next movie, please. Really bad. Yeah, we'll, need, we'll need it the money, I guess. Sci-fi cop movies. Number four, we have Tokyo Gore Police, set in the super fantastic future world of Tokyo where advertising is geared to the super fantastic self-mutilation crowd. Super fantastic sword-wielding cop Ruka Ding seeks to avenge her father's death by destroying a group of homicidal mutants that can transform any body part into a super fantastic weapon. Wow, I'm there. Yeah, I'm, I'm there. What's the matter with this movie? Fantastic. Actually, it was not a bad movie, in my opinion. <laughs> you suck. Sounds amazing. It looks great. Okay. <laughs> Mike Zapula, famous Hollywood, a famous author. Have you seen any of these movies? Uh, Men in Black. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't think it was that terrible. Transform a body part. I hope they didn't violate the penal code. Oh, there you go. Uh, we're just, uh, we're just waiting for Switch. Code, but... Trying to create some space so Switch can. 
do material. Please, Raven, yeah, next good. movie. Really bad sci-fi cop movies. Top Number two. three, we have Dark Angel. Dark Dolph Angel. Lundgren is oh. a cop who's forgotten all the rules. <laughs> Along with FBI agent Lawrence Smith, he investigates an alien force on the streets of Houston who is killing and gathering stocks of a rare ultra-genius drug found only in the brain. Rotten Tomatoes said, rare ultra-genius drug found in the brains of people in Houston? This is science fiction. Whoa. This was actually a good cult classic. Really? There's a famous line at the end where the alien says, I come in peace, and Dolph Lundgren blows him away and says, you go in pieces. <laughs> classic, That's classic, Annie. I'm with you there, Phil. Absolutely. Yeah. That's great. Why do all these guys forget the rules? They write it down in a book. <laughs> Please, next movie, Raven. Give it to them. Here's the rules. Here's the rules. <laughs> Number two, uh, Runaway 3, a kick in the bolts. In the near future, a police officer who's forgotten all the rules teams up with a misunderstood cyborg to bust a bunch of scientists who are so, so soliciting under rope. Uh, oh, my God. Here we go. <laughs> Can I do that over again? Do it again. Take two. Take two. Day down. There we okay. Go. Number two, we have Runaway 3, A Kick in the Bolts. In the near future, a police officer who's forgotten all the rules teams up with a misunderstood cyborg to bust a bunch of scientists who are soliciting underage robots to make robot porn. <laughs> wow, well, it certainly sounds like number two. <laughs> Very good. Who said that? Very good. Phil. Exactly. <laughs> I said that. Okay. Who would so, greenlight that thing? Yeah, right. Well, Besides us. <laughs> Besides us, exactly. Hey, Mac, you know we should get extra comedy on this show that they don't show it? Okay. <laughs> hey, man. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Switch it. Go ahead. Late night, I'm just saying, you, you get extra comedy on this show, yes. and you don't have to pay any more for it. Right. That's the whole, that's the business model, Switch. And there were three movies. That was part three, so, okay. Yes. So that's there's another two. One and two are really good. <laughs> Run, <laughs> runway three, I can see Robert Rodriguez doing something. A kick like in this. the bolts, yeah. Yeah. Oh, how, yeah. About, the, don't, how about the whole soliciting, soliciting underage robots to make robot porn? Does anyone yeah. get? Yeah. I mean, I guess guess starring like now. Machete would be guest starring in it. Wow. Anyway, I like Machete. I like those movies. Let's pull the train into the station, please, Raven. Are we at number yeah. one? We are number one. Go ahead. <clears throat> number one, uh, Terminator sixteen. Forced to go to anger management classes, the Terminator turns his life around and opens a opens a cupcake shop in Harvard Square. Yeah. Oh, you see that movie, Terminator 16? Raspberry truffle. We'll sweeten that. Or chocolate chip muffin. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your cupcakes. Very good, Phil. Well, what's it be, pal? Wow. Make it snappy. Well, that's going to be not bad. Well, you know what? I'm glad Soylent Green wasn't on that list because mm. I still kind of like that flick. Really? Yeah. That's a real drive. said 10 worst. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. That's why I'm glad it wasn't on the list. <laughs> well, anyway. Oh, there, would, there, would have been a, there would have been a food fight over Soylent Green. Oh. <laughs> no kidding. That showed up on the list. Oh, oh too soon? Was too that too soon, soon Raven? Too soon. Sorry. <laughs> We'd be throwing high velocity wafers at people. <laughs> that's oh. Arnold Schwarzenegger. The promise of that movie just makes me like want to vom. Vom. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Did you vom when you saw yeah, that I movie? Like him. He's... I didn't vom. Yeah, but he'll be back. Okay. I'll be back. <laughs> well, that's right. You do Arnold, don't you? That's right. Not literally. Not... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, anybody can do Arnold, sorry. Man. man. Freaking Phil's, Phil's on the money tonight. <laughs> Okay. You get two on that one yeah, because yeah. you shut up, switch. Okay, you complete. 
it, it, it made him move so fast his earpiece came out, okay? Earpiece. He was jagging at the thought of true. it. It didn't just fall out. It was kind of a shockwave kind of a deal. Did you say earpiece or hairpiece? <laughs> anyway, listen, why don't we do this? Yeah, right. Jocko, you still with us? Jocko, listen. Now, let me ask you something, okay? Yes, sir. What are we doing, watching TV? No, I was looking at <laughs> What, are you watching the friggin' Rangers? It's watching the notes. The Rangers are out. Okay. Look at Switchy. Look yeah. at his hair. Now, you're someone, you're a, you're a law enforcement officer, you can tell quirks and people. You're a trained See, professional. Yeah, that's uh, that's what we would call a hair system. There we go. <laughs> See, I told them, it's, it's a system. It's that's a system. Have to ask you. So you got to do pay with, no, it's a system. Yeah, right. But I'm right. not the club president. It's a little fruity nest. They call them a little, you know, just a hair system. So. And they're very nice. I mean, unless you got right up oh, no. right into that thing, right. grab it, yanked it, it still won't come out. They right. Velcro straps. Really? Yeah. Is that really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you never seen that? I, we used to have. I'm seeing that. Uh, I'm seeing that whole scene in Goodfellas with the guy that uh, jumps in the pool because he's got the hair. <laughs> oh, yeah, Maury. Maury's weights. We had a guy who was an undercover one day, and at my retirement party, he comes up to me. And we're all talking. We're all here drunk. And this guy, though, he's got hair. He never had hair. Oh. I was like, well, what the hell happened to you? Like, you got hair in a week. He's like, it's a system. It's Believe a system. me, I went out. I got a system. system. It's a hair system. Not just uh, a rug. Right? It's a hair system. Goes, pull it. Pull it. You want to pull it? And I watch and I do everything. I'm like, I'm not touching that. It's, it's I don't funny. know what it used to be on. Yeah, man. yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> Could have been anywhere. A lot of that stuff comes from Asia. <laughs> but Switch, you look good. You look good. Thanks. He's just going to send you along with the warning switch. Nothing to worry about. I'll give you your left and your right. Yeah. Hey, let me, hey, Phil Yebba. Now now that we're talking about hairdos and everything, can you turn around? Do you have Raven? Are you looking at Phil? I see that. I was going to do it today, but it was a little cold here in the place i'm at yes and i needed a hat and my hair was like whoa okay like i yeah it yes. was a mess so i was like nobody wants to see this shit wait so. a minute we're not talking about your hair do your hair do looks great we're talking about phil has a bun phil has a, I had a bun last week oh you're a girl yeah sorry phil i'm sorry yeah, I have been on some yeah. secret missions recently. Yes, Mac. Uh, Mac. Uh, uh, so I need a haircut bed. I Do you really? Oh, look at little, this. Yeah. Man, I can get a little. Jocko, I'll give you ten. That's great. I'll give you ten bucks if you. I'll give you ten bucks if you make that a bun. Put that while. in cornrows. Nah, <laughs> I got to blend in. It's going tomorrow. Next day, it's going down. I think Phil's is an attachment. Will you mask? Oh, that's interesting. It's a clip on like a tie. Do they extensions? That's clip on. Only because I had a secret mission. You can get them on Amazon. It's a it's a bun system, oh a bun system. I mean, I can't I can't even see the track on Phil's hair, so oh. he's doing a great job. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, he's exactly. multi talented. The whole system. Hey, one one. Didn't you tell me that your uh, nickname in high school was Bun? Yes, and I'll bring in my yearbook to prove it to you. Oh wow, we can't wait. So we'll have to do it tonight. Let's do a special show on that. Any mullets? Oh, here we go with the mullets. Raven Any loves mullets, mullets. I'm just asking. Raven loves just mullets. Asking. You might want to get a mullet there, Jock. You might want to get a mullet going. Yeah, I'm a Yaga. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll be on the next show. Just saying that. I'm just asking a question. Oh, just asking a question. Oh, so. like you're next a show, all mullets. Flashy, <laughs> like you're a little bit like, I don't know if you're a bad boy or if you genuinely don't know that it looks bad. Wow, interesting like, female point of view. Well, bad boy is kind of like uh, Cobra's background. I get it. There you go. All right. <laughs> 
I'll have a mollify tomorrow then. <laughs> Extra points for Phil. You're going to have to get a system there, brother. <laughs> Thank you. Why don't we do I'm going to have a mullet system tomorrow. Okay. Why don't we take a commercial break now? You're listening to Matt Maloney's Mill Tracks. I'll show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. We'll be right back after this. Do you know where the world's most secret bases are located? Do you know what spooky action at a distance means? Is there a conspiracy by aliens to prevent us from conquering space? And where is the best place in the United States to see a real UFO? Find the answers to all these questions and more in Mac Maloney's new book, Mac Maloney's Haunted Universe. Visit places you never knew existed, the Phantom Tunnels of Tokyo, the UFO Trail in South America, Ong's Hat, and the very mysterious M-Triangle. Mac Maloney's Haunted Universe contains hundreds of reports on ghosts, haunted planes and ships, weird celebrity deaths, mysterious sounds, and a breakdown of every monster in America, state by state. You've heard him talk about it on the radio. Now, get all of Mac's paranormal research in one large volume. Mac Maloney's Haunted Universe, with a forward by the very famous Juan Juan. On sale now in your local bookstore or on Amazon.com. Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Wow, what a show we have for you tonight. Let me introduce quickly the members of the posse. Girls, very famous one one is here. Hello, girls. Hello, Mac. Hello. Thanks for visiting the show. Hope you stay in for the rest of it because it's going to be <laughs> hilarious. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> That's the kind of spirit we like to hear. You here. got it. Up there in um, the great state of Maine in his bunker, formerly a compound. No, you reverse that. Uh, they call him Coke on the street. We know him as Camille Cobra. Cece, how are you doing? Very good. Mm-hmm. And as always, Mac, it's a pleasure and a privilege to be part of the formation. Yes, yes. Now, listen, that's not a hair system you have, is it? I mean, no, you just just the, no. gen- just the genetic coding. That's it. Really? That's that's all, all right, just checking. Uh, all, uh, our national correspondent up there in uh, Battle Creek, Michigan, the Battle Creek of the Republic, Switchblade Steve Ward. Switch. Great to be here tonight, Mac. Okay. Uh, that's good. We'll get back to you in a second. Raven, uh, uh, favorite good witch. Raven, how are you doing tonight? Hello, Raven. Hello, my friends. I'm doing great. Hi, JJ. Hello. Wow. Good to talk to you as always. Freaking JJ. Always. Yeah. Anyway, it looks like you're drinking orange juice tonight, Raven. That's very healthy. That's a very healthy drink. <laughs> I'm drinking orange juice because I care about my health. There you, you know? go. Right. Yeah. Yes. Make and sure that mimosa part of it is just because you want to be extra careful. That's all. That sinks to the bottom. It's a mimosa. <laughs> yeah, what language are you speaking in? Okay, let's go. Yeah. Make sure there's no added sugar in that orange juice. All right, don't mm-hmm. worry. I only buy organic. Yeah. Okay, good. Here you go. Oh, Some pulp. You ever watch uh, this? Okay, hang on. Why don't we go to um, uh, Mark Zapula, the very famous author, Mark Zapula. Mark, how you doing, Mark? MZ. Fantastic. Great to be here, Mac. Great, great to see everyone. Just Good to see you, Mark. Quickly tell everyone your books, please. Name your books. You can get them on Amazon. Uh, the last three. Let's see. The Last Long Shoreman, Miami Underground, and what was that last one I did? The comedy? The Miss yeah. Man. Yeah, The Miss Man. Yeah. All on Amazon. Mm-hmm. All great. The Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the, the one in Miami would it would make a really cool mu- movie, you know? 
I, I think I, so too. I, I a lot of action. Yeah. I, I like the characters. You know, yeah. the nice dynamic crew you got going on there. Yeah, stealing yeah. things. It's good. Kind of a mystery. You know, it's good. Yeah. Anyway, okay, and also now we're gonna go to. I'm um, saving you for last, there, Jocko. Hang on, Phil Yeba, a man with a bun. Oh. Phil, how you doing, Phil? A man with a bun. A man with a bun. Okay, we're hoping to hear from the right. black, black-eyed kid later on. How's he been doing? He's been doing all right. I've kept him kind of in the closet for a bit. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. Yeah, you can take that so many ways. Not sure how to take that, yeah. I didn't know that uh, Black Eyed Kid swung that way, but that's all right. So he's going to come out of the closet. <laughs> we didn't know he was confused. It's 2021. <laughs> Let your freak flag fly. Jocko. Jocko Johnson. Okay. Veteran of the NYPD. Blow. He's drinking. Looks like he's drinking orange juice as well. Jocko, how are you doing tonight? Jocko. Lemonade. Lemonade. I'm fine. Thank okay. you. Yeah, Jocko was uh, really getting with the program because he wears sunglasses as well. Okay, so it's just really the at three night. of us, you know? That's right. It's at night, of course. Just following my idol and my boss over there. Who, do you want one? one? <laughs> no, Jocko, it's so good to see man. you. Yeah, one one dresses like me every week. You know, I that's, love one one. That's that behind the I scenes. I love you too, me? Jocko. Okay. You guys, you, you and the black eyed kids should get together. You're right. <laughs> anyway. How can you not? How can you not as right? Jocko and I have our own offline conversation. Yeah, I, I, yeah. You I would, have no idea what you're talking about. Well, you're talking about the uh, the best kind of uh, spaghetti sauce or something. Oh, didn't, you? Okay. didn't you tell me that? Didn't you guys have a, a discussion about how to uh, Italian cooking? Uh, no. Th- no, no. I dreamed that. You did. Wow. Oh, it was oh, great. Wow. I used to have uh, I used to have dirty dreams. Have you ever dream. tried it, Commander? No, I've not yet. But it, it is oh, on my list. I'm, I'm tend to be one of those make it myself homemade kind of guy. Oh, really? Yeah, I was also until I tasted this. That it takes out oh, like four or five hours. I need hours to hear work. about this sauce. Yeah, yeah what it's is called, it? Um, oh, I got that. I'll have to ask my wife. Okay. It's called Italian gravy. I'll, oh, I'll, yeah, yeah, if yeah, I could, yeah, yeah. Coco could send it to you if he has your address. Yeah. I sent him a picture of the bottle and everything. Yeah. It's made oh. in the Bronx, in uh, Little Italy up in the Bronx. Really? Yeah, well, that might be pretty good then, as it turns out. Gravy, it, 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 the people in Boston, anyway, call spaghetti sauce gravy, which is kind of funny. Yeah, and there's no such thing as pasta either. We only have macaroni and spaghetti. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nice. yeah, yeah, I agree with you there. So listen, some have, some have holes in them and some don't. Let me, somebody, right. somebody wrote a book. We're still talking about the pasta, so everybody yeah, just stay calm. Yeah. <laughs> I could go all night talking about pasta and sauce. Pasta la vista. I uh, somebody wrote a book okay. called "When Pasta Was Called Spaghetti." Oh, was that yeah. like was that talk Sounds show host Michael Savage? Or oh, no, that's yeah. a Hallmark card. Dot dot dot. Then you turn it. Yeah, listen. Last week, last week we did a bit, and we're going to get the switch in a second. And it was five things that Switch would have for breakfast if he lived in ancient Rome, right? Oh, okay, okay, okay there you go. Uh, and it turned out that, truthfully, the the ancient Romans had this sauce called gallum, G A L U M. Gorum, gorum, that's it. And gallum, what that was right. made of was they would catch these little fish, and they would then uh, dry them out, dry them out, and then they would put them in cooking oil. And yeah. and then they would drop other fish into the boiling cooking oil. The, the 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 fish would eat the big fish would eat the smaller fish, and what the bigger fish excreted, if I can use that word, was the sauce. And they put it I, on. I, I, I they hate put to it interrupt my, my my boss and my idol, but I'm a little bit of a ancient Roman historian. Uh oh. Uh, Go ahead. And I will tell you uh, the sauce you're talking about, the fish sauce of garum. Yes. What they did was they took anchovies, a small fish like anchovy like fish. Go ahead. They put them in salt in barrels. Yes, right. Poured some oil on it. They oh. then made layer after layer after layer. 
sealed the barrel yep. or the amphora yep. with this uh, salt covering, and they would leave it in the sun. Oh. What happened was they would leave the guts and everything in the there, guts, the guts. and it would just petri- it would putrefy. Oh. And oh. what was left was the sauce. I'm going to vom. It would take months to do this. I'm going to vom. They put Wait, it Raven. on They put it on everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Everything. I, I, I mean, yes. I read about this yes. for about and an hour last made, week. The best was stuff crappy. was made in Spain on the coast of Spain. Oh, my God. Well, you know, now that, uh, now that Officer Jocko has straightened that out from last week, okay. I'm, I'm kind of inclined to try it, you know. If, if you try, it, I'll give you 10 bucks if you try it. Yeah, I'll give you 10 bucks if you try it. Yeah, it, it, it's it's making so, a comeback. That's how. So really up. try it. Yeah. And then you put on toast or something in the morning. Try it. You can buy Duncan, it. Duncan's good at it for their uh, menu. Uh, yeah. Instead of avocado toast. <laughs> you, you can buy books. There's a story written books about you know what the ancients ate. You can eat like an ancient Roman. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they also had mouse. Oh, they also right? had mouse pancakes. You have you come across mouse pancakes there? Oh, that's a good one. Jocko. Dormus. Dormus. Yes. 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 See, they used to eat. Oh, sorry. They uh, they raised them. They were sort of a type ten, of mouse. Ten oh six. A mouse in like a little mole, not a mole, but like a little critter. It's know. a mouse, and they used to crush them up yeah. and mix them in with pancakes and have them in the morning. They have them like mouse pancakes. But what they would What's do the matter with just, these people? They would just flour them up, put cornmeal, and deep fry them. Oh, jeez, it's true. The Romans loved oh. pieces. Yeah, and I wouldn't try. I don't think. and they'd eat them. Like bones and all no, that. They raised them. And the empire fell. It yeah, can't yeah, imagine why. how it could have happened. It took a long time, though. Come <laughs> on. They blamed it on the lead pipes. Mouse cakes. You know, yeah. Mouse cakes, right. One of the best lines from The Sopranos was, The Sopranos, they're beating up this guy because he won't, you know, cooperate or whatever. And he's like wise-mouthing them. And, and someone says something about ancient Rome. And he goes, ancient Rome? Where are the Romans now? And he goes, you're looking at them. <laughs> oh, that's good. Anyway. Most, most Romans for breakfast would have uh, bread, cheese, olive oil, fruit, either fruit juice or well-watered wine. In the winter, they would have what they called, um, I can't remember the name of the wine, but what they did was it was a, uh, a sour wine. They would heat it, put water in it, and honey. And like they would have that for a breakfast. That's just, a honey. Oh, they, they that sounds good. Because when they copied the Celts, they were like, you know, oh, the Celtic guys, it's all they drink. This stuff is like yeah. horse piss, you know. And, oh, they, oh. and, the, and the, legion, the legions would would drink this like vinegar, basically. Earth? And they loved it. But why? You know, why? 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 I'm can't fair just... with the names. Okay. I mean, they uh, could. you can't make anything taste better than <laughs> vinegar? Than vinegar? Well, they had a wine called Falernian. Falernian. Yeah. And it was a wine that can't even manufacture today. Really, yeah. And it's a white wine, and it was made in a certain area, and it was supposed to be the greatest wine ever made in the world. Okay. It was only like available to the emperor, to the leaders, to you know, mm-hmm. you had to have like Crassus kind of money. To eat. I sh- I should uh, point out to the audience that like uh, gladiator. Uh, yeah, 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 there you go. I should point out to the <laughs> I audience that back uh, then, I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. I should point out to the audience that Raven has had her head in a bag for about the last two minutes. Looks like she's vomiting. Are you, can you confirm the bomb there? She's, She's okay. what? Anyway. They eat some good stuff. I mean, they, they did eat a lot of good uh, stuff. I just can't imagine, like, Me eating neither. a pancake that's made out of, like, a little mouse. Yeah, it wasn't that popular. I just one mouse. Just yeah. Many mice. No, that's like all you, you can know, think of is, like, ratatouille, and that little oh. shit is running around oh. Paris. I love that movie. Call 48. I love that movie. Delete the S word. The way he was controlling the, the cook. Wow! Yes, cook, 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 cook. I gotta get out more. Bread, 
regular stuff uh, we would recognize okay. today. Jackal with a lot of beans, lentils. Raven, know. that movie made me cry in some places. Right, right it's, it's in the cartoon there, JJ. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Good. Yeah. I really had a lot of cheese and beans for set. the mouse. Yeah. Some lentils. Oh, hey, black eyed kid, could you bread. save us? Black eyed kid, could you save us, please? Yeah. Ew. <laughs> Stop. the eyes. You got to get the contacts. No. You got to get the contacts. Black Eyed Kid, what do you think about mouse pancakes? Yummy, yummy. In the tummy. Raven, you didn't mute yourself. Yeah, she She really looked like she was going to vomit there for a second. All right, listen. Here we go. Let's get the train back on the track. So, um, Jocko, you have a few stories that uh, kind of paranormal type stories that happened to you when you were on the job, NYPD, right? Correct? Yes, sir. I had a few of them, a lot of them, I guess. And then you hear other stories, but Please. a couple in us. particular. Go ahead. I got a scary one and a funny one. Let's get a scary you one. First, you said, Let's go with uh, the scary one. Scary one? Okay. When I first, uh, my first precinct I was assigned to was a uh, 72nd precinct. And it was uh, in what we called Sunset Park. It was right along the pier and uh, under the BQE and into, uh, it was like 49th Street to uh, 7th Street. I think it was a 6th Street. I can't remember exactly. Like the water to uh, McDonald Avenue, maybe. And in this area, there was a huge cemetery called Greenwood Cemetery. During the Battle of Brooklyn or the Battle of Long Island, Washington had these uh, battles, this running battle through Manhattan into Brooklyn, to Brooklyn Heights. And then he escaped, but that's another story because that's quite paranormal as well. When they went across the harbor, it was the thickest fog ever recorded, that it was so thick they couldn't see their own people in their boats. Wow. And they slipped <laughs> by the, the British um, fleet, like right scraping the boats practically. And they were able to go into Jersey and you know avoid capturing the entire army. But anyway, um, so it's, a, it's an area that there's a lot of things that went on, like a whole battalion or whatever of these Marylanders uh, gave their lives to cover them as a rear guard action when they sat there all day and night, all night, kept the fires burning through the whole morning so that these most, you know, the whole group of the army can get across and escape to Jersey. And they stayed there and basically were just, you know, captured or wiped out because they were the rear guard. They held the British off. They thought there was a huge army there. And uh, they, they wasn't. They got wiped out. But a lot of paranormal stuff in this area because a lot of these kind of battles happened there, you know, during the revolution. But my partner and I, who was also, we were two rookies. We did steady midnights and we were working around. Uh, the cemetery, drive around, you know, at night. And every night at about 2, 3 in the morning, we'd see this woman, like, in this, like, foggy, because this cemetery is huge. And it would get misty, you know, it was low-hanging areas, deep, deep crevices and valleys in this place. It's, it's, it's a beautiful place. A lot of famous people buried there. Mm -hmm. And um, we could never see her face. And she would walk kind of hunched over. She reminded you of like some European refugee, like from Russia or something, yes. or the, you know, parts of the beyond the iron curtain or what was before that during the war. Right. As you always see these pictures, of these refugees leaving as the Nazis were, you know, advancing. Uh -huh. And uh, she wore like boots and had a long coat and had like this babushka thing on her head, you know, so we used to ask some of the older guys, Hey, what's, what's with the old lady, you know, Oh, that's the old lady at the cemetery. I'm like, really? What do you mean? She's been here for years. She doesn't get any older or whatever. I'm like, you kidding me? Anybody ever talk to us? See what the deal is? 
no, nah, don't talk to her. Don't talk to her. So me and my partner are like, oh, no, we're not talking to her. <laughs> well, one day, we see her every single day. And we're like, we got to talk to her. Okay. He's like, are you sure? And I'm like, I don't know. If you want to. I He's wouldn't. driving. I'm at the passenger side. We finally get up the nerve. We finally get up the hernia surgery ready. We're all excited now, right? We got enough of that. And we're ready to go talk to her. And we just pulled the car up very slowly and stopped. And I called to her. I said, excuse me, ma'am. Ma'am? And she turns around slowly and looks at us. And she starts talking in this language that none of us ever heard and understand. Whoa. And like yelling at us in this like Russian dialect or something. The scariest part of the thing was when my partner's leaning over us so we can see out the window and the streets are deserted dead. You know, we're by the cemetery, just the three of us, it's three o'clock in the morning. Okay. Wow. Oh man. I, I think about it now. It's scary. Yes. When she looked at us, her face to us looked like a television screen, the old black and white screens that, you know, when they would like get that horizontal. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sure. A little interference and, and or whatever. You had to adjust it. Like it would be running like a film, like loose. Yeah. And we were like, Holy, you know, and I'm going, go, 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 go. And I'm trying to tell it, you know, finally, because he's looking, trying to see. And when he sees her, he's like, oh my God. And I put my foot across the pedal, you know, just drive. Wow. Man. And we got out of there in a hurry. <laughs> Yikes. And we would see her all the time after that. Oh, that was just... never see her face because she always wore this handkerchief and, and she never talked and stopped. Where she was going, what she was doing, I don't know. But she would just make this circuit, you know, all the time. Wow. wow. Weirdest thing. I mean, wow, I think I've is, ever seen. That is freaky, dude. Let's say you better hit us with the funny and one. She now. was black and white in a yeah. in a color world. Yeah. Know? I mean, it was yeah, I feel that way sometimes. Wasn't hurry. Yeah. I don't know. It wasn't up hers. She had a poltergeist TV head. I'm they, telling you. Yes, yes, she had a poke. Yes, right. They used to call that the horizontal hold. Remember that on TVs? You had to get up and sometimes fix it. So it was, yeah, right. Yeah. You had to adjust it. And that's what she looked like. And it was like that color and like the snow. And oh. man, we like went right to the church. Okay, to the church. We were both Catholic. You know, we were, Catholic. We were like making a sign of course. Like, you think they're open? Let's get in there quick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, Are they open? They're always open. Don't tell nobody. We're like, don't tell nobody. They told us not to do it. Don't tell nobody. Oh, that's a funny story, though. So let's hear your funny story. Your funny it was, story. Uh, Jocko scary. Johnson, NYPD. Uh, one day we were on the way back to the station house. This was later on. I was signed to another unit of task force. And um, we used to turn in. You know, we end the tour about 2 o'clock and because we'd cover the overlaps of the four to twelves and um, this way. So they, you know, people say, why don't they rob the banks when the cops are changing shift? Yes. Well, yes. We would ask. I said that to one one. The other so day. they covered that. But anyway, so we thought it. I want to hear that. I'm sorry. No, okay. <laughs> you don't, you don't want to know about that. <laughs> no, I want to know. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. So they cover it anyway. Uh, and we see this guy in a station wagon, no less, you know, and it's got a, you know, wooden, station wagon yeah panel like with the wood on the panel yeah you know, these old woody. 70s things. yeah yeah sure and this is in the yeah. 80s and, country and, squire uh, he's just going along and he's got more junk in this car that he can't even see out the window but he's going like two three lights he just keeps going right through them we're right behind them oh like, what's this guy nuts he's got to be drunk we're like oh man we're just turning in and you know we're gonna have to lock this guy up for being <laughs> drunk or whatever he had P pennsylvania license plates figures pull him over I go to the driver's side. My partner goes to the other side and I look at this guy and he's got a baseball hat on and I could see the foil sticking out from underneath. <laughs> so I was like, Hey, nice hat you got this. Right? What's, uh, what's going on? He's like, well, I got the foil on. He said, you got the foil? I said, no, no, we don't need it. We got this special ring in our hats that, you know, 
It's like an antenna keeps them away. Oh, oh you sure? Like, yeah, absolutely. So my partner now goes into his routine, you know, and he's like, eh, doing all this stuff on the other side. I'm trying to be, you know, I can't laugh at this guy's face. I don't think because he's nuts. Number one. Yes. It's probably not good to do. And you know, I don't know. So I'm like, where are you going? Where are you coming from? Where, where are you like roaming around at three o'clock at night? Like you realize you just went to like three red lights right behind you. You can't even see out the window. Listen, I'm not under my own control. He says, oh and I can God. see he's not drinking because I don't smell any alcohol. Okay. And we had a flashlight that had a sniffer on it and you could put the light in the car, yep. like a mag light kind of size. And it had a little sniffer and it would tell you if there was alcohol. Son so, of a... You know, then you wow. Pull the wow. Oh, about the top secret. I never put knew. your head in there. Okay. Well, Interesting. Yeah, they're not used anymore. They weren't that very accurate. Okay. But Good. it was used to, you know, I don't know, they might have threw, threw them out in court or something. But Because we were doing this DWI thing anyway. We were cracking down at the time. Okay. And uh, he, you know, and then you get the guy out and you have the portable thing and you make him plug and we bring him back and have to do the real machine. So um, he's like, uh, the spacemen, the aliens, they told me to come to New York for work. I'm like, really? Where do you live? He goes, in my car. I'm just driving around until I find a job. So how are you going to know? He said, oh, they're going to take me there. They'll tell me where to go and when to do it. Now, I'm crying and I'm busting because my partner is doing like all kinds of dances. And he's like, you know, <laughs> and the nut don't see him because he's looking at me. Yes. Excuse me. The, the uh, emotionally disturbed person. Yes. <laughs> he's he's uh, just looking at me, this so. EDP. And uh, I'm like, you know, are we going to call somebody? Are we going to, you know, let me see a license. And he shows he's from Pittsburgh and he's oh. got all his papers. Everything's in order. And I said, you know what, Dad, whatever his name was, uh, it's in one of my memo books. I said, you need to just, like, land the aircraft and wait for them to send someone to come get you. Yes. Get a hotel room somewhere. I'll tell you where to go. Sleep. And I think what they'll do is appear to you. I'm trying to listen because we're getting transmissions through the antenna. And I take off my hat and I show them because, you know, you have a wire and the eight-point hat. <laughs> that the old pilot used to take oh out when God. they put their helmet, their, their yeah. earphones on. Okay. And she, he's like, you think so? Like, yeah, we got it all. We, we got all this. We're ahead of this. You think you're the only guys that know about that? Okay. No, 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 no. He says, you guys must know. I was like, sure. How do you think we were here? And he's like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I was like, yeah, go ahead. You take care. And I go easy. Drive home and, you know, get some place to stay. We, we told him that there was some hotels, motels. Mm. Off he went on his merry way. Wow. We followed him for a little while just to make sure he didn't like jump the curb and yeah, you know, yeah. drive into somebody's house. And he was good after that. Huh. We said, thank God. We just, you know, because Sergeant would wait for us because he knew something would always happen to us on the way back, it seemed. Mm -hmm. And he couldn't leave until everybody was back. And he's like, oh, God, what did you guys do tonight? Nothing, yeah, yeah, Sergeant. Yeah. Everything's fine. <laughs> he's like, don't tell me that because on the way out, they're going to find the body somewhere. We're like, no. <laughs> Let me out of here. Hopefully they'll take him with them. So hey, black eyed kid. Black eyed <laughs> but kid. This UFO guy, man. Pittsburgh to Brooklyn to look for a job, man. Wow. They told him it was here from he's mixed up. Tin foil hat and everything. Hey, yeah. Uh, Those UFO guys are really helpful. Black eyed kid. Have you ever been arrested? Um no. I've arrested other people though. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. Like in cardiac arrest? Yeah. I've initiated it. Yes, I've initiated it. Hey, Black Eyed Kid, I, I heard you broke up with your girlfriend, so you're out there, right? You're out there? Yeah. Hmm. I'm craving raving. You're craving raving? Ooh, there's a T-shirt. Do, uh, do you have like a, a dating, online dating website? <laughs> like an app for uh, Black Eyed uh, Kid? People. 
Yes, I trade black eyed kids for vids. <laughs> I didn't hear that, Mark, did you? No. Okay. Say it again, black eyed. Black eyed kids, say it again, please. I said, no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's black eyed kids' father. What a show. <laughs> yeah. I black eyed dad. Okay. I'm just going to do that. Okay. Good. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So. Black eyed kids for vids, baby. Okay. All right. Still didn't get it, but we'll move on. So, wow, Jocko, interesting. So how many, uh, not that we'll do them tonight, but we'll do another show on this. How many paranormal stories do you have from your career? I have at least, at least two others. Really, yeah? Hmm. Some funny oh, ones. Jeez. Wow, okay. Well, that I experienced personally, you know. Yeah, right, right, yeah. I, I mean, I, I as I told you, I have another friend who was on the NYPD for about 20 years or so, and mm -hmm. he's never told me paranormal stories, but he's told me very odd yeah, a lot of things like human, that. Human uh, oddity stories, you know? I mean, like really crazy stuff. Um, yeah, I got, the one I have is something like that. It's just to this day, I can't figure it out. It's oh, quick, if let me tell you. Okay, go ahead. Why not? Yes. Uh, we get a call about uh, a fire or smoke in the house. And so we're not far. We take the call to <laughs> our sector. We go up there. We knock on the door. It's again in the middle of the night. And uh, this little woman comes out, this Spanish lady, and she's the landlord. She lived on the first floor of like a 3 4 three-story home with three apartments and um you know he said hey you know we're in uniform so so we, we got a call that there was a, a fire or something i could smell something like burning you know like it smelled like wires you know like electrical thing. okay so she's like oh i didn't call nobody i don't know <clears throat> but it does i could smell something it's outside or an house it's i don't know are your tenants home you know you want us to go check and walk around check make sure everything's okay she says, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we call on the radio. We tell fire department, you know, don't don't wake up and come over because they're only a don't pain wake, in the butt anyway. Don't wake up. Go ahead. And they start ripping the place apart, you know. They start ripping the house apart. Yep. And we go upstairs. We knock on the door. And uh, these people wake up. And we could see the house. is like there's smoke everywhere in the hallway up there. And this young younger white woman gets up. And then the other lady had to be like in the 70s. This woman was probably in her 40s. Go ahead. And she had young children in the house. And they were all sleeping. And she had a young daughter and a couple other kids in bed. This, the younger ones were asleep. And we said, hey, you know, you got something burning in here. She's like, what? We hear this noise, this whistling. We can't figure it out. We search every room. In the bathroom is a basket. And she has a hairdryer. The hairdryer is on. And it's so hot that the plastic in the front is melted. And what it has usually is just like pieces of like asbestos. And wrapped around it are these coils, like in your toaster, sure, and yeah, yes. blows through that hot stuff. Yes. Well, it's melted. It's red hot. It's glowing in the dark. So we're like, holy cow, you must have left this on. She's like, nobody left this on. My daughter didn't even do her hair since she did it this morning when she went to work. I'm like, oh, really? So my partner's like, well, where's the plug? Pull it out. Let's pull it out. Because we couldn't touch it. It's too hot. Yep. And it should have a, uh, you know, the the, uh, the cutoff switch in there, the, the GFI switch. Yep. But we look. The plug isn't in the wall. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. We just looked at each other. We said, are there batteries in this thing? And she's like, oh, I don't know. My daughter, you know, she didn't speak such good English. Yes. And we were like, whoa. So I said to my, we called the central office, you know, radio. We're like, central, who, uh, you have a number, you know, yep. who called this in? Because at that time we had it before anybody else did. And they located it and they looked and they said, the number came from a phone booth. But we don't have the number or location. And that's impossible. Wow, wow. But somehow, creepy. somebody sent us there to save these people's lives. 
Sounds like phone calls from the dead. That's creepy. I'm telling you, it was, and you know, we woke the girl up and we were talking to her and she was cute too. She got a bow. A little side. Okay. And everybody, you know, we were single. My partner and I both single. And we looked and we were like, wow, this is just, this was like, that's right. I mean, you know, you shake your head. And you, yeah. Today, to this day, I can see it, and it's just something that I just That's have freaky. no idea what happened. Wow, Raven, what do you think about that? Can you get is your hair dryer on batteries? <laughs> okay. No. No. I don't think they come with it. Not that hot. Yeah. I don't. Use I almost. I, I almost said something. We took it. We took it. It's stuck in the toilet. To put there, it out. They would have. They would have That's to be big crazy. batteries. Oh man. Like that was either somebody that was trying to like. Kill I them. feel like it was somebody that was trying to get a message across from the other side or somebody that was like, no, like, screw you. Like, you wronged me. And like, mm. I don't know. How do you explain that? You're going to die. You know, in those days, we didn't really do any of this paranormal. Or, Nobody was into this kind of stuff, you know. And I mean, I used to wear like a, a shirt under my uh, my vest and it had like Superman shirt, <laughs> yes. Superman thing on it. Really? And we were like, cool. well, so somebody said the good guys, you know, but man, can't figure it out. You wore a Superman shirt under your police uniform? Well, it had a decal, like a shirt, you know, a t-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> but it was just Superman. Superman. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, well like how Clark Kent right? used to, like, rip it off. Yeah. Well, we did a protest at the UN one day, an anti-nuke day rally. Go ahead. And uh, they somebody had bought t-shirts for all of us, and there were these day glow orange shirts and big mushroom clowns said nuke them till they glow oh, <laughs> if they ever saw those things man they probably would have flipped but we all had them on so you were and you were uh counter protesting in other words i guess but yeah you know, okay. we were just locking them up in front of south african mission of all places hey max the pool famous author let me talk to you for a second yep um do you want to talk Bring about it. our project before we uh, go to commercial break yeah, let's do that okay our project yes i would like to hear about it Yes. Yeah, I'd love to talk about okay. our project. Yeah, our project, true crime, true crime, true crime book is the title of it. <laughs> for now, uh, we're um, we've got in touch with this uh, <laughs> former criminal who uh, has quite a number of stories, uh, kind of like Jocko, and we're going to put this in a book, and it's going to come out a year from July, I think. So next July, yeah. July, okay, okay, yeah. So what type of criminal mark? Like, what are we looking at? What is it about? Can you talk? About? Small, small time. Like Mill Thief was your mafia guy, or small time. Yeah, small time. Small time. Uh, I guess true, but funny. True petty yeah. crime. Yeah. Basically, everything he touches. Like a John Dortmund. Like right. a John Dortmund. Say that on the air. Yes, John Dortmund. <laughs> uh, the name of the book. You know the working title is uh, "How to Get Rid of a Body and Not Get Caught." What is the working right? title? <laughs> How to Get Rid of a Body and Not Get yeah. Caught. Yes, that's it. And what you do is you wrap them I up. I think that stick and. Yeah, straightforward. You wrap them up in chain link fence and then you dump them at sea. And then the holes are enough for the crabs to go in and eat the body, but the body will never come to the surface. I like it. There you go. That's our first chapter. Very clever. Need that? <laughs> so they have crabs? Whoa, yes. Everybody has crabs, yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that the next? That sucks. That's next. So anyway, that's the next working yeah. title. Everybody has <laughs> grabbed. Yeah, it's the second book. <laughs> Listen, I'm excited about this book. I, I know it's going to kick ass. I know it's going to be great. It's going to be funny to do. It's going to be funny. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. It's real. It's it, true. It's it, like the you stories know. are funny. And and one of the stories is is how not to torch a car. Okay, yeah. You know, where I grew up, I knew people <laughs> was, that was their little side. Like, yeah. it's it was a side this hustle. is like an anti self help book. 
essentially. Yeah, right. It's how to not no, actually, help it depends how you look at it. It could be this. a self-help book, to be honest with you. Actually, yeah. Don't no, do this. Depends how you look you, at it. Yeah, reverse psychology, the whole thing. But what, what he found out was this is, you know, he got yeah. paid to, to torch this guy's car, which is something they used to do way back when with for insurance and everything. That I've been told. I don't know anything about it, really. Anyway, so he gets a five-gallon can of gasoline and spreads it all on the in the inside and leaves a crack this this in in the window and his idea is he's going to throw i think a firecracker in there or something okay yeah. well he does that next thing you know he's blown 30 feet you know back into a tree all right cuz that isn't how you how you do it okay so they tell me what you do is you leave all the windows down, you stay back 30 feet, and you throw like a Molotov cocktail in it. Yeah. And then, so anyway, he blew all his clothes off him and all his hair, and the fuck <laughs> and then he goes down, and his wheelman sees what happened, and the wheelman takes off. He leaves him on the highway, and he's, oh, wow, yeah. Okay. You know, they say, you know, the gas, you can throw a match in a puddle of gas, it won't burn. It, it mm-hmm. puts the match out. Mm-hmm. It's right. the fumes. It's the fumes. Ignites. Right. So, yeah. yeah, that's why he got blown yeah. away. And, and the fumes blown. accumulate. <laughs> yeah. Thank God he did get blown away. Yeah, yeah. It's a good story for us. Yeah, 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 yeah. How not to did do it? Did he lose his shoes? Did he get blown out of his shoes? Probably. Yeah, he got blown out of motor. Ask could, him. It, because every time you see a guy get hit. The only time he ever got blown out of his shoes. He gets blown out of his shoes. We always just found his shoes. Oh, baby. Wow. I just wanted to uh, throw a quick tally in on the show. Hair now has taken the lead over Will Smith as the most mentioned part of the show tonight. Hair? Okay. Hair. 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 We we have talked about hair. We have talked about hair pieces, weaves, hair dryers. Systems. Hair systems. Systems is my my favorite. I just want to mention that. Krabs is, is looking on the outside. It might it might continue because there seems to be a lot of play on Krabs. That guy kid really lit up on Krabs. I'm glad nobody's um, realized my hair system because this whole thing. Hair is, is now taking a commanding lead. Thank okay. you, Raven. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, 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 we can't see it. You got a hat off. Black guy hair system. What's going to happen when your hat comes off? Yeah. Oh, be like, the hat you're, comes you're, off. With the hair? It's like Britney 2007. Oh, See, she like, went that for the, comes she off, went, the whole thing goes. That means she went for the cheaper hair. system. She just got the Velcro without the snaps. <laughs> yeah. the snaps are very If you're hard. like, hey, I'm really cute, you took your hat off and you were Benjamin Franklin, then we'd be like, oh. Yeah. I mean, Ben Franklin was adorable, though. Oh, good. I'm you glad know? you yeah. did. He had that yeah. whole, like, yeah. his underwear was, like, strapped to his socks. He had that whole thing going on. What? I mean... Because I've been told I don't love Sir Benjamin. All the girls loved him. Let me jot this down. Hold on for a minute. Okay. I've been told that. He was strapped to his socks. Oh, Oh, no. He had like the the underwear that was strapped to his socks, right? No? Yeah. Sounds good to me. His hand up. Black Eyed Kid's got his hand up. He's still on Black Eyed Kid. Black Eyed Kid. Why, what do you use? How do you keep your underwear on, Black Eyed Kid? Do you use straps? Oh, gosh. Black Eyed Kid. Clothespin. Black Eyed Kid. Close. I use clothespins. <laughs> clothespins. So Black Eyed Kids are straight from hell. They yes. don't even need underwear. So you, said, you know, Franklin spent a lot of time in France. God knows okay, what here we go over there in the 1700s. Right, 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 right. I mean, look at how they dress. Oh, wait. It wasn't on their... They had the things that clipped to their calves. Remember the yeah, they stock them up over their calves yeah, and then, then they clipped to their socks. I thought it was their underwear. No, oh, I knew okay. that. Okay, it's okay. Right, it's worried there. Uh, oh, okay. 
Black Eye Kid still does use clothespins on his underwear when he does wear underwear. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> I haven't had a drink yet, you know. Yeah, okay, all right. Black Eye yes. Kid must be in taking a leak. Uh, so anyway, why don't we do this? Why don't we take a commercial break now and regroup? And uh, we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mac Maloney's Military Exodus Show here on Cop Appreciation Day. How about that, Jocko? What is Cop it? Cop Appreciation Day. Oh, thank you very much. Okay. I, I'm huh? sure everybody's happy we, about that. You won't get shot or beaten tonight. Is that the official holiday? We don't do Look, we don't yeah, do anything. Thank you. It's really, that's just such a, it, somebody started this rule, man. It's yes, so I know. All right. Anyway, why don't we do this? We'll take a nap now, and we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mac Maloney's Military Exodus Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. UFOs are found in Renaissance art, on ancient coins, and etched on cave walls. They're even reported in the Bible. But more surprising is when UFOs are seen the most in times of war. Through centuries, thousands of UFO sightings have been made by high-ranking officials, military pilots, and ordinary soldiers. Often, these fantastic appearances occur at the height of great battles. From World War I to D-Day to Korea, Vietnam, and beyond, Military investigators are baffled. Why do UFO sightings spike so drastically during wartime? Could it be mistaken aircraft? Or is someone, or something, looking in on us? In UFOs in wartime, what they didn't want you to know, Mac Maloney chronicles centuries of these incredible sightings and tries to solve the puzzle of why so many UFOs are seen while humanity is at war. Read about the scare ships, the ghost planes, and the ghost rockets, alien giants in the jungles of Vietnam, UFOs controlling our ICBM bases, dogfights with flying saucers during the Gulf War, and more. 300 pages of unbelievable stories, along with many startling photographs. That's UFOs in Wartime, What They Didn't Want You to Know, by Mac Maloney. On sale at your local bookstore or on Amazon.com. everyone to Mac Maloney's Military Exile Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Macaroni Wow What a Show. We have for you tonight Cop Appreciation Night uh, because uh, one of our special guests is a policeman. But uh, first of all, girls, one one is here. Hello, Mac. Hello, girls and guys and all ships at sea. Welcome back to the show. And uh, we've been having fun so far. Hope they've been around. Are they? Uh, Halfway through the, uh, the the box of wipes and third at the least, through. at least. But you know, but it, it varies from week to week. Does it really? Yeah, I've okay. been told. You've been told. Okay, well, that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad someone had to tell you. Okay. Yeah, but but you know because you know you told sometimes me, I have to amp up my game a little bit more. You know, when you told me yeah, to turn it up to eleven once in a while. <laughs> that we should now say get the extra big pack of wipes because we used to say the medium pack. That's right. Right. Uh, it's. You got to have those just in case. Just know, in case, an no, no overflow. <laughs> okay, here we go. All right, <laughs> forty-eight minutes left. Um, Coco, up there in the uh, great state of Maine. Coco, how you doing? Come here, Coco. On the wing, Mac, having a great time. Is all the snow gone yet up there? <laughs> yes. It's yes, okay. all the snow is gone. All the uh, goats and sheep okay. have been wormed. 
Oh. Horses are, uh, the girls are in heat, so everything is just about on. Wow. Oh, huh? my God, really? That's all we need to know. Good night, everyone. <laughs> uh, Switchblade Steve Ward up there in uh, Battle <laughs> Creek, Michigan. Switchy, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good considering. Okay, good. Considering what? You're on the show? Considering he had no breakfast. Oh. <laughs> he, looks, he looks a little weird. Kind of slow. Okay, that's all right. Moving a little slow at the junction. Right. I turn you. Okay, I got to cut that out every time we say it. Um, but anyway, uh, who's okay? Very famous author, Mark is a pooler. Mark, how you doing? Fantastic, Mac. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Good to see you, Mark. Great. By the minute, I'm getting happier by the minute over here. I don't know what's going on. Okay, here's the, we don't either. I'm going to just say one thing about Mark, and and then we got to move on. Just tell everybody where you can get his books and that, on Amazon and all that stuff. Raven, please block your ears. Mark is the only writer I know who has groupies and gets gets laid because of that. He, <laughs> true or yes, yes, yeah. true or false? That's true, Mark. No, <laughs> yeah, he's saying true. He's he's indicating true. <laughs> Let's move on. Well, good for him. Write a book. It's a great life. It's a great life, yeah. right, Mac? <laughs> Why are you asking me? <laughs> Wow. I didn't think that came. I never saw that in a contract till I saw your contract. Women oh. must be provided. Anyway. Raven, you can't block your ears now. No, no, no. No, no don't block them. Okay. Jocko Johnson. Jocko. Jocko. Don't say that ever to a girl. Don't ever say that to a girl. She's a big girl. Because they always take it the wrong no. way. Take it from me. Not at all. NYPD. I feel like I just introduced you, but let's do it again. Okay? Everything good with you? Absolutely great. Okay. All right. Phil Yebba. Phil Yebba, the voice of Black Eyed Kid and many other celebrities, and he's got his bun tonight. Phil, how you doing? I'm all right. Thank you, Master Wayne. Do <laughs> Listen, do you go outside like that? Uh, I go to work like that. Do you re go to work? Aren't you like a yeah. school psychologist or something? Some sort of school <laughs> counselor, yes. Yeah, that's really. All right. So that's perfect work. Talk about paranormal. Yeah, love it. All right, listen. Uh, also joining us today. Have I introduced everyone but Vic? Did I introduce you, Raven? No, you didn't. Okay, Raven, how are you doing tonight? Hi, I'm good. I thought you were just going to, you know, foo-foo me. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something. I'd love to foo-foo hey. you. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> now you see, come. What, what, time, what time is that? Now you're laughing at the jokes? Okay. Keep it. All right, Listen. Our special guest has sat through this entire thing. Vic the Wop. Vic, come on. Let's uh, please for Vic. And we will sweeten that up. We'll sweeten that up, dear Vic. It's a pleasure to be here Vic with you guys. Rules. I love you all. You guys are good. You're good people. Good people. Listen, um, Vic. Uh, we so love you too, Vic. I got to tell you something. Matt, yes, go. I got to tell you something. Yes. Did you know I used to be a police officer? <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Yes? Really? Hey, Vic. As soon as you said. Vic. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because for a moment you sounded like somebody in one of Jocko's stories before you joined on the program. So you told us you were a police officer. Now listen. So thanks for clearing that up early. Wow. Yeah, what does that mean? Where were you a cop? In Mayberry? He turned, he turned me. They turned me. Oh, they turned you. Okay. They turned me. Right. Um, no, actually, I uh, I was a police officer in Maryland for really? a couple of years, right out of college. Uh huh. So when you said it's officer appreciation, I'm all for that. Mm -hmm. God bless you, officers. Right. Can you name the city? I can't. Was it Montgomery County? Uh, where was it? Uh, Ocean City. Ocean City. Wow. Job, uh, Montgomery County. Wow. 
So yeah. how many how many hippies yeah, did you beat up when you run? <laughs> Sorry. How many hippies I'm from did? Logan never City. mind. That's <laughs> okay, look. So listen, Vic is a size as Captain Kirk. Get a handle on Mo Lotion City. Mm -hmm. oh. Did you just call it Lotion City? Motion City? <laughs> Let's write that down. Let's write that down. That's copyright. I did. I did. I did. Okay, good. Vic. Lotion City. Vic also used to sing. Got a handle on your vacation. Come to Lotion City. Okay. Oh, Grab your Okay, 42 minutes left. Listen. Precision. Command Vic. the Cobra tonight with precision. Vic. That's all I have to say. He's my backup. He is. Vic the Wop. I'm everybody's wingman. I'm everyone's favorite wingman. Okay. I'm yeah. right here. I'm right here, Mac. I'm that's, right that's here. That's also Mac. copyrighted there, CC. All right. Vic the Wop plays Captain Kirk in the YouTube series Star Trek Returns, right? Star Trek continues. Continues. Okay. Oh, that's it. Uh, and okay. what you do is when you go and just go and, and watch, I'm going to say three episodes and then you kind of get it. Um, they have the Vic, same set. You should have said beam me up at that point. I mean, I, that was like, I, I was there. I was. Okay. Well, I hold back. But um, they have the music. They have the sets. They have the costumes. They just have the look and the sound and the feel of the original show. And what they do is they fill the gap between the end of the original show, which was kind of canceled by NBC, one of the worst decisions ever in the history of television. And, yep. and, and, they, and they, they bring it all the way up to when the movie started, you know, almost 10 years later. Really good Absolutely. show, Vic. And Vic Absolutely. plays Captain Kirk. And you know, you know, um, what's his name? Bill Shatner. Bill Shatner, yeah. yes, right. So, yes, Vic, how are you I doing? I love Bill Shatner. I yes. love Bill Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Hey, Phil Yebba, can you do, uh, can you do uh, any Star Trek character okay. at all? How about the Wookiee? Can you do him? That's Star Trek. Okay, that's Star Wars. Okay. That's all I can do. Oh, let's hear it again. Oh, yeah. The Chewbacca. <laughs> you are the Perfect. best Chewbacca, Mark. The Manta Antimata. Right? Yeah, I do more Star Wars stuff. Now, listen. But... The guy who... Uh, um, I know this friend, this friend of ours who was in college probably doesn't want to mention his name. But what they used to do, and I saw this in action, they used to sit around and watch, like Star Trek reruns used to be on like at four in the afternoon. And yeah, stuff. around supper time. Yeah. Right. Uh, Channel 38, I think, yep. maybe on them. And they, oh, would, wow. they would sit around and they'd have five or six phrases that if they said them in the show, you had to take a drink. I'm sure you've heard oh of these, God. right? And one of them is, he's dead, Jim. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. right? And the other one was... The transport is not working. <laughs> Freaking thing is always breaking. Up. A lot of alcoholics were made that way. That's right. That's why I'm not mentioning his name. Cheers. Well, tonight, the, the, the word for tonight should have been hair. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, hey, okay. What? Yeah, yeah. Tonight's secret word is hair. And look at Vic's hair. Look at Vic's hair. Look at his mane. I mean, yeah. that guy has got it all going on in the hair. Yeah. The hair is dreamy. He coughed for wool. It's dreamy. Making fun of me. No. 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 Oh, look at that oh hair. God. No. Listen. Beautiful. That wow. Like Yikes. So, Vic, listen. Now, now, how long have you been an actor? mom has got it going Yes. But that's about you. Is Lacey's mom? Okay, listen. How did you know I was Stacy's mom, Raven? You're Stacy. Oh. Shut up. Hang on. Stop. Lucky guess. Friggin' Vic. I don't believe this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I can never get rid of my past. I can never escape 
The mistakes hey, I made. Vic, <laughs> let me ask you something. How old are you? You went to college. You were a cop. You, I know that you were in Star Trek. You know, it's, it's, well, let's she, play. Let's play that game. Okay. How old am I? I'm going to say he's. Well, all that stuff he's been doing, he must be about 50, but he can't. No, no, no. You look like you're 28. Yeah, I was going to say. Okay, you should be the host of this show, Raven. Oh. You, should be, you should have your own what? show. What? Call it Stacey's Jocko. mom. Show. <laughs> Jocko. Going on. Vic needs a talking to, Jocko. Radio. Jocko. There you go. Vic needs a talking to. Jocko, turn on your mic, so he'll be more intimidated. That guy. Jocko, buddy. Okay, so. Uh, Here he is. So, uh, yes, sir. What do you need, Mac? Anything. You tell me. Vic needs a yeah, talking to. Yeah, yeah, what? Vic needs a talking to because he just said Raven Our should be Raven. the head of the show, the, the main star of the show. So can you look him up and. Do you want the talking to done now or like later when he's coming out of the driveway? You know, Out of the driveway. Like, <laughs> the parking lot or something like that. Right. Yeah, I just want to say, I just want to say, I live in Texas. I got a nine mil. Yes. Uh, magnet, that's right all? On, that's right all? Is that all you got? No, no, no. That's the <laughs> one in the car. Than nine Mac. That's Come the on. one in the car. And yes. It'll ruin okay. someone's day. I guarantee you, my friend. That's a squirt gun. You showed that's you a grenade. The, that's the uh, driveway Mac, car. you missed it. I showed him a grenade. Oh, really? <laughs> light a car on fire. <laughs> Just roll it into the car. Wow. I thought, okay. that was a, I thought that was a pineapple that wasn't ripe yet. Uh oh Now we're back at Vincent <laughs> Price. Hey, hey, Mac. Hey, Mac. I love you, yes. dude. I wouldn't touch you. I love you, bro. Unless Mac you, bro. Yes. Hey, hey Matt. Yes. Yes. So Matt, what's your, Matt gave me the orders. What's your guess on the age, Matt? I'm going to say, only because I know that you've done a lot of things. I'm going to say, and I don't want to insult you, but probably 41 or 42. Yikes. No. No? 36. Is he 30? Wait. 30s, late 20s, maybe 32. Yeah, but I know he's done a lot of stuff, so I know that he's 36. been in the biz for a while. He's got to be older than that. He's, he's done some What's the over-under? Over-under is 36? He looks like 30, but he's, I think he's about 50. Okay. Hey, Raven, what do you think? Some of the prices right. Let's, all right. <laughs> da, 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 Raven, da, da, please. Can I run down my steps and get to me? Yeah. I said you look like you're 28. Oh, but I'm not, and you make sure you get those eyes checked out. Whoa. I I mean I feel like you look like you're 28. I feel like I look like I'm 50. But God bless you. Yeah, do me my Yeah, you look like you're 18. 21. Yeah. Okay. Raven, Raven looks so, like she's in high school for crying out loud. Right. What I'm noticing is Switch having you behind him. Oh yeah, look at. He looks like he's. Does he look like he's surprised? <laughs> well, he just found out how old he is. That guy turned 90 the other day. It's William Shatner behind him. Friggin' 90. <laughs> and he's okay, still. In... So do you want to know the answer? Yes, please. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, with Dino. I'm 58. Freaking way. What year were you born? What year were you born in? August 27, 1962. No, for real. No, you're not. I'm a Virgo. He's a virgin? He's a virgin too? Oh, Virgo. I'm sorry. Wow. Wow. Damn. Yeah, how old are you? Come on. No, because he knows. Me, the, I would love to be. To be I would love to be any of the numbers you said. Well, yeah. Stop it. Wow. See, it's, that's what flying in space it. does to you. It makes you young. <laughs> yeah. The anti gravity makes me look young. <laughs> well, Phil, yeah, but thank you. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That was fake. There, there, what is that? Uh, we're looking. Who, what, what is this? Italy. Italy. I just, Italy? Saw, I just saw the only important word Italy. Yeah. Hot sauce. Hot. You must drink a lot it's, of olive it's oil. It's Little Italy in the Bronx. Yes. Okay. Oh, oh that's what that stuff is. They make a lot of flavors, but this is the what, best. What is that? What is that? Spaghetti sauce. I can't. Gravy. Wow. Gravy. It's, uh, we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. You know, here's I the mean. thing, though. You know, and I really don't want to get down this road, but I know people who have been to you know all those Italian eateries in 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 Brooklyn and all that jazz. 
but the Boston's North End probably yes. has just Very good food. restaurant for restaurant. It's like you can't go there and have a bad meal. I don't think I've ever been there where it's, you know, the food has not just been good, you know? It really I'm feels like you're in the home country. Yeah. I feel like that we're talking to Benjamin Button. Like, you are amazingly young looking. Handsome. Go ahead. You don't know what you want to say. It. Handsome. Yeah. We're talking about Is this that. Am I being recorded? Yes. Very well, he's dreamy. He looks dreamy. Well, you know, I'll come out and say it. Okay. I thought we were talking about the North End. But anyway, North End. The the mirror. Things. What's his name? Hey. Hey, can I say something yes, to Jocko? Please. Yes, yes, sir. Pick the wall. Hey, Jocko, are you in the are you in the New York City, New Jersey area? No, sir. They had to relocate. Yeah. Okay. He uh, was... The reason I ask is because I just booked a couple of event appearances up in that area. Same. I don't know where all you guys are from. He needs but a bodyguard. A lot of event appearances. It'd be great to meet all of you somewhere. Well, I'm yeah. south of the Mason Dixon. Oh, okay. Okay. You coming to Boston? Yeah, Vic, you come to Boston. 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 Are you? I'm sorry. I'm trying to hear you guys. Somebody say me or Hold yeah, on. Jocko Mason Dixon. Right. Uh, are you coming Boston. to Boston, Vic the Wop? Are you coming to Boston anytime soon? I'm actually. Well, uh, let me just tell you. This weekend, I'm going to be. I'm going to be doing a signing event in uh, Jacksonville, North Carolina. Okay. Yeah. And nice. The following weekend. Getting close. And and then the following hmm. weekend. And by the way, you're all invited to what I'm about to tell you. The following weekend, we are doing an open house giving tours. Of our Star Trek studio. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. Let me tell you something, guys. Which, where is it? You have not lived mm -hmm. until you have walked through the original. Can we, the, can we open the door? Yes. 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 Uh, Vic, how do yes. they find out? How can they find out information about that? Here it is. Here it comes. Neutralzonestudios.com. Where is it? Write it down. Neutralzonestudios.com, our studio where we shot our entire series. Mm -hmm. We built a complete replica of the original soundstage. It's like stepping into a dream, you guys. That's yeah, kind and of every cool. weekend, every month, one weekend a month, I fly down there and give tours. And we have people sign up and we give tours like every hour and a half. We give 15, 20, 25 people um, a tour of the studio. They can sit in the captain's chair, step up on the transporter, take photos. Where, where is it, though? Is you, you fly into Jacksonville, Florida. Yes. The studio is in Kingsland, Georgia. Yes. Okay, now I I probably can't Hollywood East. I don't travel too well. Oh anymore. my God, that's you right there. I got busted up. Yeah, that's me. There he is. But yeah, I right know there. some guys that they that's would so love cool. to go there, man. Yeah. Well, let me tell you. Some... Let me tell you. Hey, Jocko. Let me tell you. You let anybody know that it has any affinity for Star Trek. I will. Stepping into these sets is like stepping back in time. Okay, I have gonna... watched. I have watched people burst into tears. Mm -hmm. I've watched them. Yeah. Just I'm about to now. In amazement, like. Mm -hmm. it, it's a it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. When, when are you going to be there? I'm I'm there uh, May 22 and 23. Okay, let me ask be, let me ask I'll a question. Let me ask a question of the youngest person in the room. Phil, what are you? No, only kidding. Raven. Yes. <laughs> Raven, do you do? You, you don't like? I mean, do you like Star Wars? Star Wars is cool, right? I like Star Wars. Um, I was I was raised on Star Trek. But I was always more of a fan of Star Wars. Okay. Um, but Sorry, Vic. I do feel like it's really interesting that they've done what they've done with the show because I remember watching it as a kid mm -hmm. and it kind of just just went like, yes. and, right. and that was it. And it so the original series, though. I right. know, but Vic, where are you? And no, you know, okay. Born August twenty seventh, nineteen sixty two. This is not for real. Yeah, it is. 
Wow, believe Vic. Me, believe me, I wish it weren't. How do you do it? I mean, what? I mean, uh, how do you do I it? Feel, I feel you sold like, your soul to the devil. Yes. I feel a heck Good for you. He's the one. It's okay if he did. It's okay if he did. We swore oh, I am all for that. I, he, he, promised, he promised me he'd give it back. Oh, okay. <laughs> See what happens. He's Kirk's evil twin. Look at the enemy within. Vic, were you raised on both, like Star Trek versus Star Wars? Oh out? yeah, yeah. Let me. I wanted to say something about that, if I could. Go ahead. Yeah. I always I have it. to laugh. I always have to laugh a little bit when somebody goes, "So, Star Trek or Star Wars?" Well, here's the point: it doesn't yeah. have to be one or the other. They're right. not mutually exclusive. In right. fact, they're right. completely different. They're two yeah. different things. Yeah. Star Trek. If you guys, you guys are all grown-ups, you know what Trek means. A Trek is a journey. Yes. Star Trek is a journey. Star Wars are about battles and fighting. Yep. And Star Trek is a journey through space. Right. Mm -hmm. And by the way, I loved Star Trek when I was a little boy. And when I was 16 years old, Star Wars came out and I was blown away. Yep. I would build lightsaber replicas. I dressed up as Luke Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I love Star Wars. Mm. It's just that Star Trek was my first love. When Star Wars and, came and out. I loved them both. When Star Wars came out, I was in uh, film school while I'm on. Okay. Really? And um, so that's. Did you already hate uh, the director in that one? Yes, QT. Um, but but they actually <laughs> they they actually gave us as an assignment as a school assignment to go and see Star Wars and you know and do some report or whatever because when Star Wars came out, it was just so different and so. I mean, he took a lot from the 1930s sci-fi serials and stuff, but just the way that it moved, it, it probably now it doesn't look that way, but back then that 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 movie moved like crazy and the editing in it was oh, yeah. really was really powerful. well done and it's a story and it's quick and everyone understands it the good uh -huh. guys the bad guys you know but and and and, and, the, and the effects uh -huh. were great and when he sold that movie he he had not uh, put together the special effects of the of the dog fights that they had with the meta you know fighters or whatever they were the X fighters so what he did is he cut in real footage of World War one airplanes dog fighting each other and he just said, it's going to look like this. Yeah. And they said, bada bing. Okay. And, and that's how the movie got made. Now that guy's hey, Mac. a multi hey, Mac. Yes. Hey, Mac, let me tell you something else, too, that a lot of people don't know. Star Trek became so popular in syndication and reruns after it was canceled that they were planning to make a second television series called Star Trek Phase 2. Oh. And they were this close yep. when Star Wars was released. And it was literally oh. the popularity of Star Wars yep. that made Paramount decide to release Star Trek the motion picture. Right. They scrapped the TV series idea and started making motion. Well, pictures. let me ask you this though. Let me ask this real quick. If they had done a second TV series, okay, I mean, would it have been any good? Uh, well, you you can hope so. Yeah. I mean, we don't. Who knows? Who, who would have been in it? What, did they, if they were so close with Shatner and that and that whole oh, crew yeah. going to be in yeah, it? it? Yeah. It was all the original characters. Wow, that's uh, wild. That's... Had, uh, in fact, you know what? You can look it up. There are costume designs, mm -hmm. phaser designs, and. They, like I said, they were this close. I mean, right. they were getting ready to drop the hammer on on the reboot of the series right. when Star Wars came out, and it was such a success they decided to switch to movies. What was Shatner doing then? Was he doing uh, B.J. Cooper? What was the name of that? B.J. Hooker. Yeah, okay. You know what he used to do in every single every single episode? He used to slide across the hood of the car. You know what I mean? He'd be chasing something, he'd slide across the hood. Okay. You know what? Shatner is a man's man, and he will look <laughs> yeah. for those kind of physical stunts any chance he Oh, yeah, I'm sure he would do Right. So listen. I so, a question for Vic. Go ahead, please. Yeah, Switchy. Uh, okay. What, what do you think about the uh, the original uh, uh, Flash Gordon serials with Buster Crab? Oh my God! Wow. wow. That takes me back. He's not that old. He's not I, that I old. I love those things. Yeah, they're cool. Right. I, I think the thing that I remember most was how the spaceships 
looked like they had taped a firecracker right. to the back. <laughs> With a little smoke coming out of it. Remember the noise? Out, the noise? Shooting, shooting out sparks. Like, I got to tell. the noise the spaceship made? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I got to tell the story real quick, okay? Only because Max Pula, famous author, is with us. All right? So years and years ago, let me see if I get this right. Yep. Years and years ago, someone came to me and said, <clears throat> they're talking about we want a, a different kind of science fiction book. What do you want to do? What, what, what ideas do you have? So I said, well, listen, you know the guy, the science fiction guy from the 30s, and he used to go to all different planets, and he would save everyone's life and everything, and they go, yeah, Flash Gordon. I said, Flash Gordon has never been made into a series of books, okay? It's been a movie, yeah. it's been, you know, but it's never yeah. been like a paper series. They said, that's great. You know, write it up, okay? So I write it up. <clears throat> And we had to go to King Syndicate. I don't know if you've ever dealt with King Syndicate. They're the people who own the rights sure. to Flash Gordon. And the secretary would not give me the number of the person she worked with. I mean, oh, I'm, we can't give out that number. I, but I got to talk to them. No, okay. So anyway, I jumped over hoops to try to get this done. And it got to the point where King Syndicate was saying to me, and I, and I knew the guy who was actually doing the comic strip still in the newspapers, and his name is Jim Keefe. And they said, we'll let you do it, but whatever advance you get, you have to give it to us as a licensing fee. So it was like, wow. hey, Vic, you know what this means? I know what you're talking am I am manipulating my elbow, okay? So, 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 so get this. So, so the thing falls apart after like six months of work, right? But a year later, I, I'm telling someone the story, and I said, you know, I, I, I thought it'd be cool. They'd go to different planets. They'd hit, you know, Flash Gordon. He goes, wait a minute, Flash Gordon? That's, you're not, Flash Gordon went to one planet. And it was, you know. Yeah, what's so special about him? Mongo. Anyway? Yeah, I was thinking of Buck Rogers. He was on Mars, too. <laughs> but I was thinking of Buck Rogers the whole time. Okay. Buck <laughs> Rogers? Yes, that was four, four minutes. Okay, well, so listen. Um, all right, Vic, let's get back. Now, let me, let me ask Jocko something. I'm interested in Jocko for a second. Then I'm going to ask Coco. I know Coco's the answer. Jocko, did you watch Star Trek as a kid? Now, you're only 38, so was it around? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, okay. I think I was in my crib. I was in my crib. You're in the crib, okay. All right, go for you. Coco, did you watch Star Trek? I can see you as a Star Trek guy. I did. I was one year older than Vic, born a year before Vic. Uh, I look it. Uh, he, uh, uh, yes. And I saw the show live. And my two wow. uh, two things about that show that always impressed me, I, to me, I think it's between that and X-Files, two of the best programs I ever watched. I, I, I love both of them. Mm. But was, of course, Spock's Ears. Because I, yes. I didn't understand the whole Vulcan ear thing. Go ahead. Um, that completely threw me off. And, of course, I thought Go ahead. Oh. James T. Kirk was the coolest dude around. So, Absolutely. He was like he was like my father figure yes. when, when I was little. My parents had divorced and my dad was gone. And, and there was this hero on that show that I just loved. Hey, now, I don't know. Let me say something, Mac. I don't know how many of you guys have seen our series yet. yes a lot of us uh, have but go I, ahead I assume some of you have not go a couple ahead. of you may not have well let me just say you know max said stuff about all oh, the the costumes and the props and the lighting and the music yes but more than any of that more than any of that it's the storytelling yes the yep. original star trek series was known for the type of morality plays and ethical topics it would take on and social issues yes and when i started star trek continues my goal I set a bar very high, and that was to tell those kinds of stories. And we did that. And if you've you not seen sure the series, please go check it out. And more than that, if you can make it down to, to, to see our studio, I tell you, you, you'll feel like you're 10 years old again. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, walking, like, it's like walking into a TV show. 
Right, um, Vic, and, I, and I would love to share it with you guys. Vic, you guys have got one of the, I think, the most rare. I don't even know what the term is in in the industry because it's not a sequel. It's a continuum in a way right. that I don't know how the heck right. else to describe it. Because you guys picked it up and you picked it up in a way that it doesn't feel the least bit uncomfortable or doesn't right. fit. It just it really fits. No, it fits right. perfectly. It first quality storytelling. I mean, it's great that you have the original sets. And all that part of it that adds a certain level of comfort to anybody who's my right. age. It looks, it looks, but, you know, it looks it. It, it, it looks like the original. The story, what you guys really brought on is you, you continued that same storyline, and I mean that's Switch. why that. it's worth Thank watching. Thank you. For hey, Phil so, Diabo. You know, what? Oh, you know a lot of people want to talk about the sets. Yes. Oh, how did you build the sets? The sets are so accurate. Well, you know what I like to tell people when I give tours of the studio? Screw the sets. As we're standing there in the middle of one of the sets, yes. I will say to everyone, the reason that we tried to build the sets as accurately as we could is so that you could very quickly forget them. Wow, mm. very good. Yes. Well, Did you go to film school as well? Because you want, you want the audience to yep. suspend their disbelief. Yep. You want them to accept that they are on the enterprise. Right. And now they're going to give you permission to tell them a story. Right. And if the sets weren't accurate, they would co- the, the audience would constantly be distracted. Yeah, what's, the, what's the matter with the by, sets? Hey, that's not right, and that's too small, and I don't remember that, and that's the wrong color. Well, that bothered so me about the movies. The audience will accept. I think when they came back with the movies, also, they should have won. The, I think they should have gone with the original. Just go. Just pick it up where you left off. You know, the movies, I think, kind of just changed it. Hey, Phil Yeba, can I ask you something? Phil Yeba, comedian and also impressionist. Yeah, yes, do you no, do any? Do you do anyone? Do do you do anyone on Star Trek or anyone that we might be able to link to the conversation? Like physically? Yeah. <laughs> Why is he caught on that? No. <laughs> you ever done anybody on Star Trek? I think that's a different show, Matt. Did I say that? <laughs> well, we got twenty minutes left. Phil, can you? Can you... There's an acronym out there. Did I say done? Or that. I'm going to have to work on on the off time. I didn't want to call it so big, but uh, no, just kidding. Go ahead. Do a triple. I'm sure you can do a triple. I know Black Eye Kid has uh, has experience with tribbles. He likes to have them as a snack. (laughs) Hey, they're better than mice. Hey, Phil, Phil, I want to hear your Star Wars impression. Go ahead. Do the Wookiee. Yeah. All right. I I will give you a few, but I wanted to know if, like, quickly, if you felt like. You have to be William Shatner, or you can make it your own type of like. Is there you know like a fog there? You know what? I'm I'm very eager to answer that question as soon as you do a couple of Star Wars. Impressions. This is right. this is like the actor studio. Go ahead, Phil. Please, Phil. Execute the sixty-six. Who's that? Is that the Wookiee? I have no idea. That's the Emperor. <laughs> Oh, that was good. Okay. How's that, Vic? Uh, the first one was Emperor. I didn't hear. Oh, okay. The, the, the first one was Emperor Palpatine. Yes. Oh. I thought it was uh, James Earl Jones. I don't even remember doing this. Okay. I didn't hear the second one. Somebody was talking over the second one. Oh, on Anakin. This you're the chosen one. <laughs> oh, jeez. Ewan McGregor. <laughs> yes. Young Obi-Wan. Young yes. Obi-Wan. Yes. Yes. Wow. I loved you. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wait, wait, do do Han Solo and uh Return of the Jedi. Oh. Which one? Which part? Any part. So, um Mark Hamill does a great impression of 
Harrison um, Ford. Han, like Harrison Ford. Yeah. And Harrison Ford didn't know that Darth Vader was going to be Luke's dad. Okay. And so when they revealed it in the theater, Harrison Ford leaned over to um, Mark, uh, Hamill. Mark Hamill and said, Hey, kid, <laughs> I f- didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Like there's a hole in the script. <laughs> Wasn't a hole in the no, script that they through hyperspace ain't like Dustin Crops boy. Oh. <laughs> like Dustin Crops boy, yes. Listen, didn't uh, it, when that hole in the script, a hole in the script, and they figured out that he was making out with his sister. Hey, Phil, hey, Phil, I, hey, Phil, I got one for you. Go ahead. Yes. Pick the wop. Strike me down with all of your hate, and your journey to the dark side will be complete. <laughs> Oh. I just got Oh man, oh man. Wow. Do something now. Phil's question now. Go ahead. Yes, please. Phil, um, you know what? I love Bill Shatner. I love that character with all of my heart. And the last thing I would ever want to do. Yes. We started when I started building the sets and started bringing the actors together and getting the crew together and writing the first episode and, and getting ready for that first moment where I was going to step out on onto the bridge mm-hmm. in uniform as Kirk. Yes. I thought to myself, the last thing I would ever want to do is for people to think that I'm mocking him or right. doing, doing some kind of a parody. No. Because mm-hmm. I wanted to pay tribute to him. And yes. also I want to say, yes, he was perfect. Yes. Uh, that character does not need to be reimagined. That uh, he's always that guy. Made something. Yeah. So my my intention was to make the viewers feel like they were watching those same characters. I told all of my cast the same thing. Mm-hmm. I said, "Look, Todd, I know you're a great actor, but this is not the time to make Mr. Spock your own." Ooh. Okay. What I need you to do is play yeah. for Spock the way Leonard Nimoy played Spock. Yes. And yeah. Grant, I want Sulu from the original series, not your take on Sulu. Mm, right. Our goal was to make the viewer feel like they didn't miss a beat and mm-hmm. the story just continued seeing. Yeah, that's what it is. And you know what's another thing but, that we have? But haven't... also the pacing and the lighting. It's the, the same. The lighting right. is phenomenal. Yeah, the lighting is looks exactly the same. the that yeah. they did. In, in the show, and it's seamless. But we, you yeah. also got yeah. actors from and the past. Certain, and you know what? It was, a certain, it was a certain kind of theatrical lighting. Mm-hmm. It was a very specific type of theatrical high key. They call it a high key. Okay. And it, it caused shadows. It caused certain kind of shadow play on everything. Yep. And they don't like shows like that anymore. Yeah, yeah. Today's lighting is very natural, very, very soft. The natural. camera moves around. But back then, they lit television shows like they were stage plays. Yeah, interesting. Right. And yeah. it was like more dramatic than yep. it is now. Exactly. Right. Lighting is very, yeah. very important. So too, that's uh, that's what we studied, and that's what we tried to execute as well. Movies. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And successfully. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. I mean, just go watch it. And another thing that we haven't brought up is that you've you've brought back actors who are in the original series, right? Yeah, yeah. In fact, not just the original Star Trek series, mm-hmm. but actors oh. from a lot of iconic series over the years. Battlestar Galactica, Doctor Who, mm-hmm. Buck Rogers, oh. Star Wars. We were just talking about Buffy. Him. Buffy. Incredible Hulk. Oh, really? Yeah? Oh, yeah. Huh. Okay, cool. Farscape. Yeah. So Farscape, what do you do? Yeah. How do you do? How do you approach? How did you approach these people? Just... Would you like to take part in what we're doing type thing? Well, you know what? Um, actually. Or did you pay them? Um, no, no, no. I uh, I did. You know, you guys know that I, 
I do a lot of voice work. I do a lot of voice acting work okay. for animated shows and video games. Oh, like wow. That. I've been doing that for 20 years. Who's your, who's your biggest character? Who's, who's your biggest character? Who's your biggest animated character? What's his name? I would say the couple of characters that I'm best known for is a character named Broly in Dragon Ball Z. Okay. Oh. The yes. anime series. Can we have uh, it? There was another big anime series uh, that was on Cartoon Network called Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, okay. Yep. Can you yeah, give us a little? Can you give us a taste? Actually, of? that was very, uh, very popular with my kids. Yeah, they've grown now. Yeah, okay. so, I've uh, done. I just want to painfully revisit that. They're fine. <laughs> can you give us a little bit of? Uh, can you give us a taste? Can you give us a taste of one of the characters? Come on, do it, Vic. Come on, Vic. Let's talk him into it. Come on, let's go, please. Yeah, yeah. Vic, come on, just do the voice. I don't want to get off topic. Oh, are you kidding? Um, you asked me a question, Matt, <laughs> with, and I'm going to answer your question. We're three hours into this. Um, because yes, I've done a lot of voice work, yes. that, and, and I've built a fan base of that, Digimon, Pokemon, all that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, I get invited to Comic-Cons. I get oh, invited oh, to yeah. sign autographs okay. yes. at Comic-Cons. And one of the things that that allowed me to do was to meet actors that were also Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, networking. Fun. Cool. So I became friends with a lot of these people, Gigi Edgley and Lou Ferrigno and Aaron cool. Gray and John Delancey and all of these people. Um, I became friends with them. Okay. So whenever we would write an episode and I would think, okay, we have this guest starring role and this guest starring role. Who do I know celebrity wise that would be good for that role? Okay. And I would call them. And they'd be like, sure, man, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. And they would come down and play the role. If if you were still doing the show, would you, so uh, would you cast any of us? Could you cast okay. Raven as like, you know, something from the super Amazon planet or something? Absolutely. Okay, Raven. I could totally see that. Okay, Raven. I'm five foot two. I'm not an Amazon. <laughs> we'll put you in hey, heels. Hey, the camera oh, has yeah. nine inches. Yeah. Whoa, true. wow. Oh, whoa, whoa. I just oh, saw that movie. I'll, I'll look like a giant. <laughs> I'm going to become an actor. The cameraman has yeah, nine know, inches. What we do is we shoot you at a very <laughs> little angle, Raven. Raven. And then you look down at the camera like this. <laughs> We're and then radiation. we cut back to all the other actors going like this. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> do that. And then put like... Put like an hourglass shape on my waist. And oh, <laughs> Jocko has a uh, has a, a wet towel on. What's going on there, John? You calming down? Uh, I just give him a milk crate. Okay. I think I see like Christopher Walken behind Steve Ward. Christopher Walken no, is in the house. Will of Landrew. Right. From Return of the Archons on the first season. He looks good. Of the original series. He looks healthy. Yes, That's absolutely. Walken, Phil. Chris Walken. Yeah. Chris Walken. What do you yeah, think of the Yeah, baby. What an absolute babe when he was younger, though. Come on. Christopher Walken? Walken yes. He looks like a mental yes. patient. Dead Space? Oh, yeah. I don't remember him when he was yes. younger. He looks Raven, did you ever see the scene with Walken in Annie Hall? Oh, yeah, that's Ray a great Allen? scene, yes. That's his oh, first that first movie hilarious. scene. Yeah. I think I watched that when I was at a very inappropriate age. There's another there's age. another movie that changed the way changed the way movies were made. But Christopher Walken is the brother of Annie Hall and Woody Allen is going out with Annie Hall and he has to go meet the parents. Oh, so they okay. they go out to Long Island or something and he has this very uncomfortable dinner and the brother comes in, it's Crystal walking in, he's in full mental patient mode. <laughs> and he goes, Can you drive me to the train station or something like that? And then uh, they say, okay. Well, but but Matt, he says, this is the Woody Allen. I have this this fantasy. Yeah, this fantasy. About driving on the highway and crashing into a car and yeah. hearing the, <laughs> the bending of metal and all that stuff. And so Woody Allen says, well, well thanks, Wayne, but I'm due back on planet Earth. Yes, and right. Then, and then afterwards, the father says, hey, 
you guys got to go to the airport. Dwayne will drive you. Yeah, 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 yes. And the camera is <laughs> just the three of them. Like yeah, they're in the car, and he's and he's and you just see Woody Allen has this look on his face, like, oh man, I'm gonna total, die yeah, anyway. Total horror. Yes. Yeah. yeah, he was funny, but I'm. Hey, yes, go ahead. So what? Uh, so let's, Chris, I would like to talk to you more. Christopher Walken. Like Christopher Walken. More of Victor about. Okay. Like he makes every scene stuff. amazing. Well, we have to. We have when he's talking. Oh, sure, have, okay, he's. What is he talking about? Does anyone know? What are you eating? He was asking uh, something about the voice work. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I would like to talk to you more about it. That's all. Oh, Vic. Yeah. Vic, yeah because yeah. you two, you could be dueling impressionists. Well, you know what? Can I can I say something yes. about that? Phil's got a Phil. Phil has a talent that I don't have, and let me tell you what I mean by that. Is it? I'm not an impressionist. Okay. Um, I'm I'm just a voice actor. Okay. Now, what I mean by that is I play characters, I act characters, and I do their voices. I don't change my voice with every character, and I certainly am not one of those man of a thousand voices. Um, okay. In fact, fans always love to, to tease me about how they can pick my voice out immediately out of an anime series or a video game. Really? And uh, my, favorite thing when, my favorite thing is when fans tell me that, oh, my God, I didn't even know that was you. So mm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm funny. able to do a voice that people yep. don't immediately recognize, but you know, I'm not an impressionist. Like, like you know, I I can't I can't I don't can't do vocal calisthenics okay. and change my voice all that much. Well, Phil, but uh, can you do vocal? Calisthenics? No, but I would totally enjoy like picking your ear about. Well, hookies. I'll, I'll I'll exchange your emails. Yeah, I'll exchange totally. your emails if you like. Absolutely. Hey, Vic, do you have a bun? Ever have a bun, Vic? Did I ever have a bun? Yes. No, I never no. had a bun. Any buns? Would 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 Star Trek uh, allow buns on the uh, on the bridge? Uh, probably. Yeah, especially brilliant. had they done especially had they done Phase Two. If oh. they had done the television series in buns. the seventy in the late seventies, buns in space. Yeah, they probably would have been working the buns. Okay, working the buns. I, th I think I solved the age thing. Okay, right. go ahead, Jocko. I saw oh. that case. It's a, he's got a Dorian Gray picture somewhere. Oh, okay. That's yeah. it. Oh. That's it. It's the hair. The hair is, you know. Knowing right? Vic, it's a velvet, uh, it's a velvet canvas, though, like uh, hmm. Elvis knowing a bit. Yeah, wow. What's the secret, Vic? Will see you now. Okay. We got seven minutes, so I'm going to start to say goodbye to everyone. Hello, Vic. Oh, okay. my God. He gets it. Okay. We'll say goodbye, but that doesn't mean hang up. In those certain, wow, he's showing us his hair. We got to beat a TV studio. Could you do that again, please? Can we just see that? What? Can we see your hair again, the top of your head? Wow, look at that. Is Beautiful. that like, wow. is that, it's that's so luxurious. Yeah. What's that's the word? Luxurious? It's, look at it. It looks like Shatner from the back. It's plush. He's got the Shatner. That's the, yeah. he's got the haircut of the Shatner, right? Did you get on? Right? Yeah, I guess. I guess. His wasn't ever quite this puffy. I, I think I blow-dried it a little too much today. Okay. okay, so that's the second time Dryers has come out today. Dryers? Twice. I'm telling you, hair is the, is, yeah. if we were drinking on the hair references, we would mm -hmm. have wow. chairs. We, You're right. we would all be dead. We'd all and be dead. I feel like this is a sign that right. nobody that. should use a hair dryer in the next week, I would say. <laughs> Don't worry about Somebody that. Say hair. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we got to be a YouTube show or something. All right, listen. We got to. We're gonna say goodbye now, but I want everyone to hang on until we end the show. Jocko, I want to thank you, Jocko, the man among men. Let's yes, clap sir. for Jocko, please. Yes, Master Wayne. Thank you for joining us, Jocko, and enlightening and thank educating you. Thank us. Okay. So listen, if you stopped a car, what's the first thing you would say to someone who's speeding? We are going, Pally. 
Yeah, hey, jerky. What's the rush? What's the yeah? Where's the fire? What's... <laughs> well, obviously, it's the it's the hair dryer in that yeah, hamper. Right. And you have yeah, to hurry. I'm telling you. I'm right. telling you. And stuff right. like that. Day I think about it a lot. That's a little weird. Thank you, Jocko, for joining us. Out of here. Jocko, we'll talk to you very soon. Out of here. Okay. I'm just going around the Brady Brunch here. Mark Zapool, a very famous author. The names of your books again, please. Uh, to be the last longshoreman, we have uh, Miami Underground, The Mist Man, and don't forget Unmasked by our friend Jerry Cheevis. Oh, that's right, Unmasked. He wrote the bio of, of Jerry Cheevis, the, probably the best goalie in uh, NHL history, or one of them for sure. So, uh, Do you have a favorite, Mark? A favorite? One of them, yeah. Yes. What's that? Do you have a favorite Do you book? Have a favorite. Uh, the last long show is my baby. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Miami one is good. Absolutely great book. I like the Miami. Thank you, thank you, Commander. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. It means a lot. But they asked yeah, my baby. I mean, it's that's the first. You know, my father was a long show, and I, I, you know, yep. there's some parallels between the main character and my father, but it's 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 a historical piece and you know a period piece. I, I love it. I yeah. Loved it. yeah, the Boston I love Docks. Writing everything. The Boston Docks, man. I can remember as a kid going down there and driving around Castle Island and stuff, and it just looked tough, rough, you know, real. Black and white. If I tell know. everyone it's fiction-ish. Fiction-ish. Mm, you know? Fiction-ish. Nothing yeah, ever right. makes it on those ships without dropping and breaking open somehow. Huh? Hey, Mark. Yeah. Hey, Mark, if you uh, if you ever uh, are in the in the market for wanting to get an audio book uh, done of your of any of your books, I'd love to talk with you about that. Absolutely. Audiobooks. Absolutely. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. Uh, what I heard yeah. was uh, some longshoreman told me years ago that that. One of the things is that is that they were the first people on the cruise boats when they came in, and anything left over they just took. <laughs> it's left over. They bang up containers on purpose just yeah. to you know yeah. get in there and yeah. <laughs> the days of the net. That's life. That's what I use them hooks. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It wouldn't. It's never a box of relish that breaks open. It's always a box of scotch yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. Coffee. That's just the good stuff. That's the all kinds of good stuff. Mike Zapula, thank you for joining us. We'll be talking soon you. because you and I are Anytime. doing we're doing a project together. Right now it's Never called True yet. Crime Book. We still we're in the research phase. Okay. Um any help I can give. Thank you, MC. Yeah, we might be calling on you, Jocko. You don't know. Okay. Going around for legal assistance. Going around. Okay. So we're gonna say Phil Yeba, thank you, Phil, for joining us. Okay. The man with the bun. The man, we're gonna clap for Phil because he came on the show with a bun. <laughs> yeah, bun. You know, X was on last week and he said to me, remind me of my Dorchester days. He said, you know, back then when someone had a bun, it was just so you could hold them while you were hitting them with the other hand. <laughs> That's, That's a story I heard. God given handle. There you go. <laughs> it helps. It helps with your balance. I get it. All right. Okay. That's the main right, street. Well, that was years ago. That. Okay. You. That was years ago. New friend. What? Vic. We have to say goodbye to you and your hair, okay? <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? No. I can't brush your hair. I know. It's well, Kenny. Can you give us the hair? You got to do the plugs. Yeah. Oh, we got to do the plugs. We got to do the plugs. Can you give us a little Bill Shatner real quick? I know you don't like to do it, but you know we're big fans. So can't you just say I listened to Mac Maloney's Military Action Show? I want to thank you for having me on your show. You are the best there is. Thank you, Bill. We'll send the check. Um, you know what? You know what? Let me just say thank you guys for, for letting me join you. Um, 
And uh, for all of you guys here and any of your your uh, your listeners and viewers, um, check out the neutral check out neutralzonestudios.com for for places and times mm -hmm. to take tours of our Star Trek studio. You can check out the series at StarTrekContinues.com, all for free. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to be doing a lot of event appearances around the country. I've got about 15 lined up over the next few months. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Vic Mignana. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, check out the audio books that, I would just re that are released, uh, the authors yep. released on, uh, on Audible. Uh, the Crimson Spark by Crimson William Spark. Hastings. Yes. And uh, In Plain Sight oh, by Dan wow. Woods. Wow, cool. We were just talking about him. Thank you, Vic. Vic the WAP, thank you for joining us. We'll do it again soon, okay? Multi-talented, very fascinating. We got to clap for Vic Absolutely. the WAP because we clap for everyone else. Thank you, Vic. You're the man, Vic. Okay, hope me. we run into each other someday. Vic. I hope so. <laughs> love to meet you. Right. Not in a car. Literally. Not like Christopher Walken in a car head on. Uh, okay, so listen. Yeah. We're going to say goodnight to Switchy. Okay, Switch. I'm seeing bags around your eyes. You look like you need a good night's sleep. Switch, right? you, okay. you got to get a good night's sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Take your painkillers. Like an operation or something? Take your painkillers and go yeah. very high. Oh, yeah. Thank you. What they give you? Thank you. They give no, you anything? They didn't give me anything. Like, just use what? what I got. What? No. What, the yeah, perk yeah, didn't go out of business? <laughs> Thank you, Switch. But listen, I'm yes. tough. Uh, you got to get a rambling guy. He's a rambling guy. Right. He's not going to take any pills. Okay, it's that time in the night. I'm sorry, Raven. We have to say goodnight to you. Everything. Thank you so much for good having night, Raven. me, as usual. Did you enjoy the so show fun. tonight? Did you really? Yes. If I you didn't, you say that, how would you so. tell us? How would you tell us you had a bad time? Would we know? I mean, I feel like I have an RBF, so you'd you'd probably know. Uh, Juan, Juan, yeah, do you know what look that at, means? Look at the message. She's, RBF? She'd send me a look. Just look it up on look. the Urban Dictionary. Okay, all right. Okay. She has that look that oh, you can... I know what a ghetto is. Oh, I know what it is. I do. You know what it is. You know what it is. I do, I don't really Oh, know. I know what it is. She's yeah, yeah. moving. Chaco knows what it is. What is it? What's it mean? First word is resting. Yes. Yep. What's the other two words? Oh, I know it. Resting what? I got it. Yeah. And then the last word is face. Yep. I got, I Resting. suffer from that. It's, no one would be a, it truly, you know, it, I have to word? live with it every day. So. What's the it's middle a word? resting Boston face. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't get it. I still don't what, get it. I'm really going to miss you, Raven. Right we'll, we'll explain it off air. Oh, okay. I found you on Instagram, Mark, so don't worry. Did it? I know. Random blood sugar. When? Just now? No way. Maybe an hour ago? Okay, okay. I'm still in the dark. All right, I'm on it. Okay, we got to do the plugs. Plugs. Juan, Juan is yelling at me to do the plugs. Did I say goodbye? Coco, thank you for joining us. I don't know. Do you need me to do this, Mac? Yeah, hang on. Yeah, we're gonna hang. Okay. We're gonna end the show, but everyone, hang on. Okay. So, our plugs. Um, Homes for our troops. Homes for our troops. Uh, Google them. Um, they are a military charity that builds homes for Iraqi and Afghani war uh, victims. Uh, I mean, soldiers, veterans, people who have lost limbs and so on, have a hard time getting around. They build these houses adapted to whatever uh, situation they have, and then when they're done, they give them the keys. No mortgage, nothing. They deserve it. They've built about 400 houses already. Homes for our troops, okay? That's 88 cents on the dollar they spend towards the charity, and that's a very, very high rate in the charity business. Homes for our troops. Check them out on um, you know, online, and hopefully you'll uh, contribute. Uh, also, the People's Mosquito Project. Ross Schaaf and his mad Englishman friends are putting back together a war plane from World War II, the Mosquito. It was built of wood because they were running on a steel in England, and they put two Rolls-Royce engines on it. And what happens? It's the fastest 
plane in World War II for about two years. And as one one says, it was so fast. They would outrun the bullets. Outrun the bullets. Jocko used to do that too. <laughs> yes. Hey, Mac, you know, the hurricane was also half wood. The hurricane was also half wood, yeah? Okay, that I believe too. Hurricane, actually, that's another show. Hurricane is actually the the plane that won the Battle of Britain. I know the uh, Spitfire gets absolutely. all the absolutely, all, yeah, but the yeah, hurricane right. is the one that Hawker hurricane. It was it was a biplane. Yeah, it converted it. Oh, right. Yes, yeah, right. You used to have a thought. Anyway, okay. So those are our plugs, and also we are uh, a podcast that uh, we've been a podcast now for over a year. Uh, Podbean dot com. Just Google Mac Maloney's Military X Files. We're on Apple Podcasts. You just say to Alexa, is that her name? Yep, Alexa. Alexa, play Mac Maloney's Military X Files on Apple Podcasts. And uh, suddenly we'll be there. I'm you can sorry, go, I can't do that. See, wow, that's <laughs> scary, man. Call, that's I, freaking Andrew, scary. Jerk, so I just say, hey, jerky. <laughs> hey, jerky. Hey, jerky. Play the, play the show. Look. What show? We just got a uh, badge. Hey. Right. Uh, uh, do we get an actual badge there, like, Raven? A badge for 50,000 downloads, I got, right? I got stuff for you guys. Okay. That's right. I got yeah. stuff for you guys. Do we get do we, should throw do we get a physical badge, stuff. Raven? Do we get a badge or is it just like you a virtual it? badge? It, it's like a, a the, on the interwebs. One of those. The, yes. Like a flashing thing okay. from Podbean. Um so a it's gift? not a physical badge. Okay. But, you know, it's a gift. It's still. What are you going to show them your phone? Like, say, hey. Yeah. yeah. Well, you I'll can put a link. And be like, What's, boom. Yeah. Here we go. What is it? It's, it's, it's from, apples? Uh, from Pod. Here's these apples. Yeah. There you go. It's okay. all about the apples. Yep. Listen, it's 50,000 downloads on our um, podcast. Hey, jo Jocko's okay? got something for us. So. Jocko, what do you got? I want to thank those 50,000 people who downloaded Yeah, definitely. Uh, Jocko, what do you got? It looks like a prescription bottle. What is that? What are an, those? Apple. Oh, an apple. That's an apple. I think uh, people should drop. What are you doing? That's a prescription. Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> now I can tell the difference. Okay, look. Why don't we? Are we done there, JJ? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Why don't we say goodnight to everyone? Thank you very much for joining us and for putting up with us. We had a lot of fun tonight. A lot of good uh, stories. Thank you for everyone. And uh, until you hear us next time, this is Mac for the entire gang saying, "Be safe, be happy, and bye bye."